All right, this is uh, to our first three-person podcast welcoming J-Dubs into the house. Boom. Cheers. Ooh, that is spicy. <laughs> oh, that's pretty spicy. Wowza. I love it, though. Ooh, that afterburn. Oh, ah, yowza. Mango I habanero. I don't know that I loved it. I mean, why are you taking my, You have wine <laughs> in front of you. I am burning up right now. I know. That's why I took that was a burner. Oh, man. Number two is going to feel so good. What? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Jewel, it's Jewel, it's not going to feel good uh, in the number two tomorrow. But. <laughs> You're going to need to eat that oatmeal really fast. I'm full after like three bites. Because if you don't, you just ran 10 miles and you are going to get buzzed so fast. Oh, right. Because 10 miles of dehydration... And then all the alcohol. I'm hydrating. Oh, yeah. With, with the Federalist. With alcohol. Did I do okay? You did. I did well. Tastes like my boyfriend. It, it tastes like oh. nostalgia, eh? So what's up with the Federalist? I had never... The Federalist is a wine that is Julie's favorite. So Mark did actually buy the wrong bottle, but that's okay. This is very good. I looked for the other one. And I, so he there's Ben Franklin on the front of the bottle. Okay. And so... My friend Erica, my sister, and I refer to him as our boyfriend, gotcha. which is super funny for them because they're married. Gotcha. So that funny that like lands better than me going <laughs> to the store and saying I bought twelve boyfriends because that's, that's believable. You know what I mean? Like, it is kind of believable. Yeah. So we we're having this text beforehand, and I'm like, "What is she talking about with this boyfriend?" First, I didn't know what the Federalist was, so I looked it up, and it's some. There's some conservative, book, like ultra right? conservative, like news site or whatever. I'm like, is this what they're talking about? I'm like, I have no clue what they're talking about. We've gone, and then she's like, my boyfriend. I'm like, we've gone extreme know. right wing. <laughs> All of a sudden, I was like, is this a topic of conversation for us? No, or? it was a while back. I think, I think you snapped me a picture, and you're like, this is my favorite. Take a note, and then I forgot, and then I was like, you need to send me a picture. To which you did, and I took a mental note of it because I then deleted all my messages because I get anxiety and I have to make sure my phone is clear. Can you teach me to do that? Yeah, it's super easy. Okay. Um, I have like 100,000 emails on my phone. Uh, my, my phone at any given time has zero red flags. None. <laughs> like, it's, like I took nine photos today of a friend of mine that was riding a horse and I got anxiety because I had nine photos on my phone, like new photos. Wow. I probably have 3,000 and they're probably literally all my nieces. Well, and she... <laughs> right. They're all, yes, that is true. Um, in, in, in her defense, she I think she had like 60,000 photos. Holy and like her photos... But I think at any given time, I maybe have like, like 200. Are you okay? Is it too spicy still? <clears throat> no, it's just... The thickest oatmeal of my life. It's Yummy. thick with two C's. I just need. I just <laughs> thick was, boy. Thick boy oatmeal. I was expecting like <laughs> yes, cinnamon. Oh, that's a good. With thick boy oatmeal, it's coming. It, I could put some cinnamon on it, but it's no, not going to make okay. it. This, you realize cinnamon is not going to make it. I really any wanted less thick. the shitty Quaker. <laughs> yeah, well, this is high quality. You demanded you quality that I put protein overnight in my oats. Perfect ratio yes. of. Like, this is high-quality food. You are a high-quality athlete and a high-quality human. You need high-quality food. Um, does it have dairy in it? No. Oh, that's great. Of course not. What kind of human do you think I am, eating dairy? 
<laughs> I did just eat a chicken melt <laughs> with slices of cheese on it. And a Tabasco that flavored Slim Jim. also has the perfect ratio. Yeah, that, the Slim Jim has zero dairy, let's be clear. I mean, it's made of the thing that makes dairy. I'm just saying you were putting quality things in my body, but not quality things. <laughs> yeah. So why can't I have my Quaker Because I'm a coach. I'm not an athlete. I'm mm. just helping. That's right. Helping people. No, drink your damn wine <laughs> and eat your overnight oats. I'm going to switch to popcorn If soon. you can't do it, teach it. Right? And if you, the old adage. And if you can't teach it, then teach phys ed. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what it is, right? That is, right. If you that can't is the do, saying. Teach, and if you can't teach, then teach phys that's ed. That's why I, I didn't go in to be a phys ed teacher. <laughs> I was like, I gotta teach English so people can I have be a serious. A couple of uh, phys ed teacher friends that hopefully aren't listening to this. But <laughs> I hope they do. Uh, so they know thank your you. True feelings. Oh, what please. is the requirement though Mark to become it. a phys ed teacher? Like, who's the guy that's like? Oh, I just, I want to, I want to teach phys ed. Honestly, the same requirements to become an English teacher. They have to take the same really? type of, Mr. yeah. Mr. Beard. And so I actually have a friend who, when I was at Michigan State, was becoming a phys ed teacher. And I absolutely made jokes at the bar. And he was like, no, it's the same amount of credits. It's the same amount of work. We had to learn how to plan a physical curriculum based on state standards four kids of each age group. Sounds like a nightmare. And so then I was like, actually, I would never want to be a phys ed teacher because I don't want to teach them how to play badminton. I don't even want to teach them how to write five-sentence paragraphs. Like, <sighs> But imagine badminton. This is when you can come up to the net. This is the side you have to be at. Absolutely I, not. Back in the late 90s and early 2000s when I was going through, I remember there being tests. Like, there would be, like flexibility tests like you'd have to test your reach and they would also i remember testing a mile wasn't like the presidential arnold schwarzenegger was involved with that like with president bush like back in the day yeah it was like the presidential like something i don't know but there were a series of tests like that that you had to do. I don't think that's around anymore. But I actually saw on Instagram, if you know what the box was that you yeah. had to reach, yeah. then you're officially old. <laughs> the what? I love that you were so excited. You're like, yeah, yeah. that box. That so box. You had to like sit by the box and, and you put your pushed, feet. You push the thing and it And goes. then you reached as far as you could and that measured your reach and flexibility. Oh, I he's too, like, he's too. Old. I'm probably he's too, too old. old he's for before this. that. Honestly, I'm I'm pre-box. Yep. It's you, you, <laughs> how they how they measured his was those those measuring tapes that like folded open. <laughs> <laughs> we count that on an abacus yeah. back in my day. What's yeah. an abacus? It's an old math it's counting unit. Pre-calculator. It's pre-calculator. <laughs> it is pre-calculator. Jason's just dating really, himself here. He's like, I'm so I sorry. I really didn't learn on an abacus, but. No, I actually, um, I was like uh, phys ed track in college at one point because I really screwed up my first couple of years at LCC and I was trying to go like pre-med. And so the way to do that was to get into MSU and go kinesiology route. And then, so I think there's a couple different routes you can become a phys ed teacher. Like you can go the kinesiology route and then mm-hmm. take your, your um, teacher cert after that or whatever but and then you can also go through the college of ed it's like an educational certificate is it like because i have a degree in like i mean let's say chemistry yeah i could be a chemistry high school teacher but i'd have to get like secondary or is it is it so you have 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 to have 90 90 college credits in teacher education oh oh so you'd have to go get i'd have to go back no wait no it's 90 credits in the major and then I think it's probably like more like 30, 40 in 30. teacher ed. Yeah. 
and then you have to pass the test. And all I can tell you is when I took my teacher ed test, both leaving college, my five-year renewal, I was like, this is shit. This is the hardest thing I've ever done. And like... Really? Yeah. So I have my history, but I have like the social sciences, so I could teach all of them. So I had to learn like economics, essentially everything you would teach somebody in social studies. Mm. And then English for 612, so secondary. And when I took the history one, I was like, this is, I, I'm sorry, I don't know when President Jackson aligns. In oh, gosh. Level. And I was like, and you it don't. tested like, yeah, and when the parties changed from like, because they changed a couple times. Yeah, they, they did. <clears throat> and like, so it tests what year did this party switch to that party? And I'm like, oh, geez. Holy but crap. here's the thing, like, if I was going to teach, I would have to refresh my, like, whole knowledge on my major before I did it. And so it's kind of this weird thing where it's almost unfair because it's requiring you to memorize like a ton of stuff that you wouldn't have to memorize if you were a teacher. No. I almost wish that it tested you more on like the pedagogy and the way that the brain works and the way that people absorb information and how to assess people and how to give feedback and all the things you use, the things you actually use in the classroom. That makes sense. And the English one was like, where is, which sentence is grammatically incorrect oh, out of geez. four and Pass. multiple choice? And I was like, I would have got that wrong every uh, time, right. every time. It was, and they're horrible. I still don't know how to spell the word restaurant. Crayon is rough for me. Cr- oh, see. Oh. oh, I know it. So I came from a family of, my dad was a science and math teacher. My mom was a, uh, an English teacher, literacy teacher. And, and so... Every time I would say something wrong, it'd be like, I'd get corrected. Really? In in real time? In real time, yeah. (sighs) So, I mean, that annoying thing that everyone complains about nowadays, that was like my childhood, which, I mean, uh, I guess I probably could tell you what the right sentence is. Maybe, I don't know, but like, I don't know. That was my childhood. I had a goal to not be that way. I was like, I cannot be that way to everybody around me, mostly because like, even now, when I'm dating, if you can't, if you use <laughs> HPU, like I'm never going in a second. Eight. I'm hold sorry. On, hold on. H- HPU? HBU. How oh. about you? Oh, I say W. How, and, and, and here's the thing. How P-U. about you? You can't even, it's not even, it's not even English. Correct. It's how about you? You know what bugs me? And like, so I can't do it. I, I should I of, like should of, like. OF instead of should have. Like it's supposed to be should have, like should have or whatever. Should People have. put should OF. Oh, geez. I oh, I've never gotten that. I've never really? Seen that Your either. dating experience is different than mine. <laughs> also, most of HBU. HBU happens to me. I, I can't. I can't. Oh, if that's you funny. are a grown adult, I'm and you grown ass man. probably going to do kid. that from now on. Well, it'll definitely weed out. The smart ones. Oh, so no. That's... no, I was saying I was gonna do it to you. Like next oh, time you no, text me, because I can't delete you from my life. That's super fucking annoying. You know. <laughs> well, I usually do like like we need immersion well, therapy. Like, like we need to just start texting therapy. you. Yeah, I, like HBO I, well, I even had somebody um, text me today, and they were asking me. They're like, "Hey, what are you up to?" And I was like, "This is this and that." And I was like, "WBU, what about you?" Um, what about you? But oh, that oh, about, oh, oh, that's about that the same you? thing. No, it's not. You're a smart person. You are a very, very intelligent person. Yes, but person. I'm also, my time is valuable. 
What about you? If you if you do not it takes have takes time to do that. No, I, just saved, I just saved. I just saved. No, because autocorrect on an iPhone, which I know you have. <laughs> it's actually harder to do WBU than what about you? No, if you do it enough, it will get, no. predict it. No. It's going to predict. You do it enough times, and then it just it it, it is. So it, if it you're assumes, dumb enough times, yes, yes, your correct. phone predicts. Well, you can okay. also do like text replacement. I could do like WBU and then have it replace it with what about you, Miss Julie Sodeman? Like a, like a, I could replace it. I understand. I'm just letting you know I'm I need not you gonna to do be it. not zero percent chance. Like the word you, I, I do just the letter you. No, stop. No, you don't oh, to yeah. me. You don't do that to me. I know. Is that because you know that it it's like. It's intentional. Oh. <laughs> so HBU is more work. Yes. WBU. <laughs> I'm going to find all the letters that go with BU. I can't. And just start. And you're just going to send them, them to way. me yeah. like, like once a week. Yeah. And just let me twitch it out on my own end. <laughs> right. Like, I, I really I'm enjoy Jason, but I'm he really sends me. I'm really trying to help. BUs all the time. <laughs> I, I, I tweeted this. Uh, tweeted. I I'm sorry. Instagram. You tweet? No, I don't have a Twitter. <laughs> I do have a Twitter, Ooh. but zero people follow me. Um, I uh, posted a story a while back. It was like what all the kids are saying, and it was like HMU and all those types of things. But then if you go down the list, it was like uh, PV equals NRT, uh, like the ideal gas law. And it was like, <laughs> it was like E equals MC squared. And it was like, it, like if you, if you go all the way down, I was just like, this is what the kids are saying in case you're wondering. It just, <laughs> it, just it, it fit, it fits so well. So I, yes, of course I uh, text you in full sentences and grammatically correct because I do something in my life, Julie, which is called meet people where they are. And I know the precisely where you are Aww. at any given time. Aww. So that's cute. I need I a COVID there. cough real quick. Hold on. <laughs> you say you need a COVID cough? Yeah, that shit lingers for like. Oh, do you have long you COVID? Have long COVID. One, I did. I feel like I had COVID forever. Do you have COVID? You toe? rocked it out though. You were like running quick. Yeah, You're like, I did. Oh, I just ran I like twenty-five send miles. Send people like my friends in Chicago because I was in my small home in Chicago alone with COVID for a very long time. I was like, hey, I'm going to go for a run. Like, text me in like 45 minutes and make sure I didn't like... Die. Fall off the treadmill and die. Because yeah. I have one in my home. So I was like, just make sure I didn't like blaze off the back end of it and like hit my desk and die of a concussion and I'm like bleeding out of my floor. Granted, if that was happening, I couldn't reply. Yeah, but I true. But I did have true. people check in and be like, how's it going? Because I... I'm the worst patient in the world. So I broke a lot of rules super quick. People were like, you really shouldn't work out. And I was like, mm, but what if I, <laughs> what if, what if hmm. I take I my heavy say. weights, which is 20 pounds and I change it for my mediums, which is 10 to 12. Hey, does that mean that I I'm like doing that. less? Exactly? That sounds You're like not me. really lifting weights. That sounds like right. me. Right? Then I'm just moving my body. You know what yeah. I mean? Like if I'm chest just pressing like 12 and a half, like that's nothing. Like yeah. I'm just popping that out. And then when I can't breathe because I've got COVID, I just set them to the side. Set them down. Yeah. Nice. Well, I just found out recently I have a hernia. So Ooh. congratulations to me. Is that your um, butt? That would be a hemorrhoid. <laughs> I feel like you know this. This is, is basic anatomy. Uh, hemorrhoids, butt, hernia. Can you get hernia? <laughs> Do, do we need to have an anatomy lesson? No, but can't you get hernia down this, here? No, no. It's like your spine goes really far down. You just get a herniation in your spine. A herniated yeah. disc. Yeah, a herniated yeah, but here. a hernia is where your intestines push through your abdominal wall in between your um, 
your your muscles of your oh, abdomen. See, and, I was and, like, thinking of a herniated out. disc, and so I a little different. It was down here. I was not thinking of a hemorrhoid. I know what that is. Yes. Uh, <laughs> hemorrhoid is that. That's a little blood bubble by your butthole. Yep. Yep. The old, the old, little, you, the old as, blood bubble. The old Based blood. on your profession, do you appreciate my description <laughs> I, right now? I do. I do. Uh, and I um, found out I have it. I've probably had this hernia for a, oh, mi- wow. a minute, probably about six months. What did we do about two weeks ago? We did a big lap. What, what did we carry around the... Oh, good God. So we oh, loaded... I didn't even think about we that. We loaded up I was the, thinking about your heavy cleans and snatches and all that kind yeah, of... Yeah, that's fine. Ooh, I love a snatch. You want a wife? Please tell me. Please tell me. I feel like... I Please tell me it, why you love... I feel like if I was working out with people and yes. I did a snatch, Ooh. they'd be like, she snatched. Because I feel like that's when you could see my abs. Do you know what? Which is rare. Do you know what the like, proper? I feel like my abs just hide all. Day. Do you know what the proper compliment is if you, if you if you lift really well like that? What? You say, of course, nice snatch. Nice snatch. Nice oh. snatch. Yeah. yeah, I just feel like that's the moment when I'm if I was ever lifting and I looked good, <laughs> it's in a snatch. It's not in a deadlift. It's not in a burpee. It's not in a squat. None of it. So you're snatched. You got a great snatch. I think I have a great snatch. <laughs> I think that's the moment when I shine. I feel like we need to cheers. <laughs> this is appropriate time. That's the beautiful thing about lifting and uh, for CrossFit. Julie has a great snatch. <laughs> Many <laughs> hidden meanings, but yeah. I was watching CrossFit a, a while back. It was one of the, like within the first three months of me starting. And uh, it was regionals, 2016. And I was trying to watch. I didn't really understand what was going on. And I remember one of the very first things that they said when I turned on TV, they were doing a snatch ladder. And this girl's walking up and, and the announcer was like, yeah, she has a really huge snatch. <laughs> and I'm like, I feel <laughs> like you harassment. should change the terminology as an announcer. Like there's different <laughs> ways of saying like, um, you know, she has one of the strongest lifting snatch techniques there is. Right. Oh, she lifts more in the snatch than anyone else does. Right. No, they went with, she has a really huge snatch. She's got a big old snatch. And, 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 and then the other guy followed up by saying, yeah, it's the biggest <laughs> on the field right now. And I'm like, I feel like this is, this is, I, I, like, I couldn't. Concentrate. I'm like, I'm trying to like not laugh, but also like, this is ridiculous. So, <laughs> I, but I also think that you're very particular in your word choice because, like, for sure, like, if I've ever gotten ready here and whatever, you've said things like, you do look like you're a fitness instructor. Which you is do. Like a nice way of saying, like, you look great. You look great. But, like, you're saying, like, you look you like you belong in your profession, and you, you choose do. that very carefully. Yes, of course. I choose my – especially if I'm in the middle of a conversation and you see me pause, it's not because I'm at a loss of words. It's because I'm, like, choosing your carefully words. choosing the direction yeah. from which I choose the words that come out of my mouth. Like, I'll, I'll like, drip, like, oh, nope, nope, go down this path. Oh, nope, nope, <laughs> go down this one. And I'm like, okay, we'll say it kind of like this. And then I'll like, I'll work it out in real time. Which That's is interesting good. because I was like standing right there and I was in a sports bra and I was changing. And I like, you stopped and you did that thing in real what? time. When? I don't even know what you're talking it was about. It one of the last times I was here and it's, I probably showered here. I didn't shower here, but I got ready. It's very likely. I was like, you, you look, you look great. You, you look, look like, like a, a fitness you trainer. You look exactly <laughs> like a fitness trainer. Nice. You look very athletic. Yeah, but you didn't stumble like you nope. did here on the podcast. Mm-hmm. You just are 
I looked up and you were like, you look like you're a fitness trainer. And I was like, oh, thanks. Mm-hmm. I get worried sometimes when I'm on Zoom and whatnot. <laughs> so that was a nice compliment. But I'm mm-hmm. saying you choose it carefully so I can understand how the CrossFit guys annoyed you because they did not choose their word carefully. No. There was zero, zero uh, um, social awareness with their language. I mean, also, when you get into that field deep enough, you don't, I mean, you no, just, you, you forget. About, yeah. yeah, you forget. <clears throat> you know, you see so many snatches. You're see gonna, a lot you, of snatches. When you see a lot of snatches, you're yeah. going to see the ones that are big and the ones that are small. <laughs> and okay, so what, when we call are sexually talking about snatches, what are we saying? Say good. What's the innuendo for snatches? Because uh, I literally am only thinking about snatching. <laughs> oh, so I'm missing snatches. Uh, I want, I, I, I want is, JW. It's sir. slang for a woman's va- vagina. Yep. Yes. It's the old. Wow. It's the old p-tang. <laughs> wow. Yep. The old. The old snatch. The old oh fish. The old fish and tacos. <laughs> Wait. We cheers to me having a snatch earlier. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> You tricked me. How did you not you know You tricked this? me into cheering about my vagina. You you are 35 oh. years old. How do you not know this? I'm not 35. I know you're not 35. But dear God, how? <laughs> well, clearly I didn't because I am genuinely do, shocked. Do I need to explain Johnson to you? No, that's a dick. <laughs> For sure. If I say... Uh. You, you can test me. Innuendos. Ready, go. <laughs> what does it mean if you're going to go find Nemo? If you're I gonna, don't know. If you're gonna, oh, I don't know that if one. If you're going to flick the bean. Oh, What's I know it? that. <laughs> <laughs> flick the bean. Is that? Flicking the bean. Yeah, if you're going to find Nemo. Bigga, bigga, oh, bigga, bigga, bigga. find Nemo. Okay. No, I still don't get it. Flicking the bean. The Yeah. Meety, 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 meety. I wish people could see that. Are we talking about the clit? Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I, yes, listen, find, I, find find I need you find to know. Find Nemo, Find Nemo and beep, 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 beep. <laughs> <laughs> It's like a cute little cartoon character. Yeah. Oh, you're, I see. you're on a little oh. journey. I don't fuck cartoon characters, so. <laughs> Unless it was Aladdin. Let's, oh, Len oh, is. You would sit. and give you all the wishes. I, all yeah. on his face. I would sit Let, on his face. Let's go. <laughs> He'd fly that magic carpet. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. I don't like your memory sometimes. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> so I got a real question. Okay. Uh, you mentioned at, cer- at certain points, because this actually brought up a, a question I had in real time, but I had to hit pause. If There's been a few times where a political system has switched and flopped back and forth. Um, and <laughs> you're giving me a funny question. Mm. What would happen right now if the political parties switched denominations? Like if oh. if the if the Republican was liberal and the Democratic was conservative, do you do you think people would stick with their party or stick with their ideals? Because with Trump in the picture, well, well, I don't know, but like, I'm because I'm thinking back, like it's it's swapped a few times. Oh, very much. And my question is, like, the people at the time, did they stick with their affiliation, their party, or did they stick with their ideals? Because like, I feel like, what would happen? What would happen if everything flipped right now and all of a sudden, the conservative viewpoint was Democrats? I've always wondered. 
I've, I've always wanted to call somebody a libtard. <laughs> well, okay, so I'm just going to give a little history 101. Please. They didn't flip, they merged. Oh, so oh. it would be like if the independent and the liberals merged together and the conservatives and libertarian merged together. Yeah. And then what do you do with that? And if you were a conservative and if you were a libertarian, what do you do with the new merged party? Okay. Because when they when it happens, at least in history, the other ones are deleted. So they don't exist anymore. They no longer can have a candidate. They're not on the ballot anymore. They're just gone. So Because I knew that there was like... But it's usually like a merge of two. Like two come together that have something so it could be like capitalism and liberalism right like you could find parallels and they come together and they create the republican party or whatever and they yeah. create something some new word and so what happens if you were very far on the spectrum in either one of those parties would you reassociate with that would you go with like the independent because the independent's kind of always going to exist do you think that we're ever going to switch again I mean, because we 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 have we haven't always itself, we right? haven't always been a biparty system. We have no, and a lot of people think we have. Also, I always love when people are like, "Yeah, it's the Democrats that were all for slavery, slavery back in you know 1861." It actually was not. And I I want to be like, wasn't really Lincoln was a Republican, right? Though, right? Uh, well, or? and also the Democratic Party was very um, uh, conservative at the time. Yeah, it was totally different. Was, yeah, I mean, they say the same thing about JFK and all that kind of stuff, that he was kind of entrance into, I, I don't know. It's it's. I've always wondered if it was like a slow change over time or if it was just like a flip. So I, feel like, I feel like Julia's sitting on information, but she's just eating <clears throat> over there. I'm not eating that fast. I'm trying to, so that way I don't get drunk. Um. <laughs> drunk, drunk. Drunk, drunk, drunk. No, I'm not, because... I mean, I learned this stuff in, like, 2006. So it was a long time ago. And, again, like I said, if I ever had to teach it, I would refresh myself. I think it was slow, but then also, like, it's going to sound dumb, also sudden. Like, I think it's kind of like anything else in politics. They just were like, we're making this decision. We're merging these two. Figure out who you align with. Oh. Interesting. And then they turned on Fox News in order to figure out. The. The yeah, interesting thing about that to me is I've always wondered how a person can be like, okay, I agree with everything the Democratic Party says or everything the Republican Party right. says. I'm always like, why well, can't you be a, a fucking individual? I think or, it's a time thing. I think yeah. it's a time thing. And I, I, I did a uh, podcast on this um, a while back, and it was called uh, The Rittenhouse Effect. It was during the Kyle, oh, right. the Kyle Rittenhouse yeah. trial because um, I was getting really annoyed that I could almost predict your party by what you believed about that trial, which annoyed me because it was a single trial of a boy. And there was, I think, because I did the research, there was like 740 other trials that were similar in the country, but this one had media coverage. No one cared about anything else, but everyone had a very, very stern opinion and I can almost guess their party. Kind of like in the same sense, I can guess your party by how you're posting about the new student loans. Hmm. Like I can probably assume what, yeah. what political affiliation that you are associated with, which is also annoying. So to kind of answer your question, well, not answer it, but to kind of feed off of it, I think what it is is 
uh, doing research takes time. And, and like watching a whole trial on Kyle Rittenhouse was excruciating, but I did all of it. I watched the entire trial. Mm -hmm. um, doing all of the research on the student loans and what actually is in the bill takes a lot of time. People don't have that. So what they do is they say, I know that I closely associate with this. So then they say, I don't have the time to do the research. I'm gonna turn on the TV. This is my tribe, tell me what to believe. And the more they do that, the more they associate with that. And the more they associate, the more they do that. And it's a cycle. That makes sense. Yeah, that makes total sense. <clears throat> it's scary. It's very scary. You're, you have the think face. Yeah, because I'm thinking. That's <laughs> You had your hand up. What were you going to say? She's got the think, like, finger yeah. on her lips, too. Like yep, it gets really whole, bad in the finger. The whole shebang. Too. Oh, it never goes up there. Oh, it never goes up there. <laughs> <laughs> So that's why I think it starts. But how does it get there? How does somebody vote blue no matter who? You know, how does somebody vote red until you're dead? Right? Yeah, I mean, I think most people. I don't know. I, I, th I think it's very much that. I think it's very much. You know, I don't have time to really look into it. People always say I did my research or whatever, but it was like Facebook research or they watch like, a YouTube video. Yeah, we're watch a YouTube Dear video God, from or, or they're watching their watching news Fox. channels yeah. that exist on each end of their own spectrum. True. Yeah. And their only research is biased research. Right. No, very much. If I see one more post, that's like the face of the drowning person and it says i can't pay student debt and underneath it's like starbucks coffee shoes <laughs> milkshakes and stuff like right. that i'm like why do people think uh, we we can't afford <laughs> our student our, i've been paying faithfully for years i didn't ask for this this uh ten thousand dollar write-off for student loans i didn't ask for it right um Am I glad it's here? Sure. Does it make a difference on my loan? Not really. I still pay about the same amount. All right. Um, I think for the people that can't afford it, this really doesn't change. And for the people that can't afford it, it doesn't really change. Right. It's just like... It's Unless you happen to be in that little window. Right. Where you're Andy Bailey, who owed $7,500. Right. He's like the only person in America where he was under the threshold. To where it actually paid off the rest of his loans. I mean, like... Yeah, it worked out well for him. I mean, like, d did it pay yours off? No. Did it pay yours off? It no. didn't pay mine off. Not but have we all been paying faithfully on our loans since yeah. we got them? Of course. So this whole, like, you can't afford payment. You know, like, I, a, bu a buddy of mine posted, and he's like... Um, Next time I'm out to eat, if I see you, if I see you student loan people buying shots for everyone, I'm going to put your dinner on my tab. And I'm like, what do you think we're doing? <laughs> it's like, they're like, you, you're taking irresponsible loans. I've seen that a lot of times. You're taking irresponsible loans for, for. Well, also like, so when I taught at Michigan State, the thi one of the major things we taught them was not only about like how to become a college student, but a lot of it was like how to become an adult, how to change the area that you vote in, how like I put up the whole spectrum of like where you can get information, which is biased, which isn't, and which lands in the middle. And so they actually did like a whole 
like intro to college course, which was really great because I brought in a financial I advisor. I took, I think I took that. No, you, there's no, no not yours. I think I took a class like that. Well, you wouldn't have, it didn't start until you were there. Teaching yeah, it? we. I was in the pilot, and then in in the creation of it. I was. I took something like that. It wasn't that class necessarily. Yeah. So I would bring in a financial advisor because That's I was cool. like, nobody taught me how to take loans. Nobody taught me like <clears throat> this is the right amount. This is how much over you should do. This is how much you should do to predict your own rent or your own utilities. Like I never had anybody that particularly helped me with that, and so. I took out too big of loans, but I didn't realize it until I had taken out too big of loans. And right. I was like, oh gosh, I have a ton of money left over, right? <clears throat> and a financial advisor being brought in when somebody's a freshman, or rather, even better, a senior in high school, is very smart because then it's teaching them, this is what you need, this is how you calculate it, this is what a private loan is, this is what a public loan is, this is the payback, this is what interest rates are, this is what's gonna happen to <clears> you. This is a you. subsidized loan, this is unsubsidized. All of that information. Yeah. So in that pilot freshman course that a couple of us taught at Michigan State, was it was one credit. But like we taught them how to take notes in class, we taught them how to vote, we taught them, I didn't teach them, but I brought a financial advisor in, and then like I taught them to get out in their community. And like those were like the essentially four things that we did, which was like you're new here, but you're also now 18, right, and yeah. like these, this is your responsibility in the world, and part of your responsibility in the world it has to do with the fact that your finances are now your own, hmm. and they were not before, and some of it like was also time management. So like we all know as adults, if we have something that we have to get done for work by X day, but you want to do so, let's say Friday. Friday, you have something that needs to be done, but you want to do something fun on Thursday, you probably need to get it done, like, before that moment. Yeah. <clears throat> right? Because you might not feel great on Friday. Like, you might take, I don't know, too many mango habanero shots <laughs> at Mark's house. And Ooh. so maybe you should get this stuff done if that you need to present or whatever you need to do. But we know that as adults, but when your kid's in college, you don't always know, like, oh, I have a paper due on Monday. I'm likely going to be socially tempted Friday night, Saturday night, and maybe not feel great on Sunday and might not be at my best, my peak, like, academic performance. So one of the things I taught them was not how to become alcoholics, but how to... <laughs> how to manage your alcoholism. Just how to manage their time. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, like, even if you're going home alcoholics. and, like, visiting your family for the weekend, like, you're yeah. probably not going to write your paper, so you need to write it before then, right? So it's just, like, all of those things, but part of that is the student loans, and... The generation, I think, that's even slightly benefiting, which isn't a lot, slightly benefiting, is also the generation that wasn't taught about student loans. No. And so it's like, so I think about it, I love my dad dearly, love my mom, but my dad is one of the people that's like posting about student loans. He didn't come into my life till I was 16, but he, he absolutely could have taught me about student loans. Yep. He came in before I took one out. He came in before I put myself in debt. So you think about it, and I'm like, all the generational boomers that are posting about it, where were you when all of these kids yeah. that have parents, presumably, were taking out these big loans? Well, I mean, like, I I didn't come from a lot of money. Neither did um, I. You know, I was very lower middle class. Uh, but my dad, my family, we lived paycheck to paycheck. So that's what I learned. 
mm. is how to live paycheck to paycheck. So my first 10 years of working was 15 years of working was paycheck to paycheck. And the bigger the paycheck, the bigger the spend. Yeah. That's what I, that's what I learned. So this, this course that you in a sense were teaching was showing people that they don't necessarily have to do that. Um, but also when I started going through Michigan state, I saw these like student, I, I went, I literally just recently went through and looked at some of the semesters and the loans that I got in like one semester, I think I got a loan. It was like $8,500 for a semester in subsized unsubsidized loans. It's like what that was the payout. And I remember thinking at the time, $8,500 came along, and I was like, I'm fucking rich. <laughs> like, yes. I'm and going then, out. Yeah, I, and I literally bought a Jeep because I had $8,500 in my pocket, and I had no financial structure. Yeah. Like, I didn't realize every one of those dollars has to go to something that I might need in the future. So, and that you have to pay every one of those dollars back times do, this percent. Times you you do. And I mean, in a sense, at that time, and actually even still now, um, like I'm okay with that. Like I was okay with that trade because I knew that in the future that I could possibly make enough money to pay it back plus that little bit. So like I was good with that trade. And I'm, I'm glad I did it because it got me here. And, um, and I know like a lot of these arguments are, it's, it's they're foolish loans for, for – um, uh, degrees that don't matter, this and that. And I, they're, they're very whitewashed arguments. And it's a lot of white noise behind it. Uh, but like, it's funny because like, I see this. I didn't even know it was happening until it was like signed in. Same. Same. I, I, had I didn't know until no it was idea. Like, till I read yeah. that it was like done. I, and, right. and like, I feel like the anger of those that are very loud about this are like, I feel like it's directed at me mm-hmm. and I'm like, yo, I didn't vote for this. Right. I, I didn't ask. I didn't even ask for this. Like if they would have washed all of my loans away, I would have been like, oh, cool. That's really amazing. Thank you. But I didn't ask for it. Right. Like I knew what I was doing. I, it's not an irresponsible loan that I took. Um, I feel like it was it was well placed and well timed, but here's the thing. As far as like like no one's asked me, somebody with student loans, how I feel about the ten thousand dollar payoff. Right. They have all of their feelings and how they feel, but no one's asked somebody that's directly related to it. Because like I look at this and I'm like, that was dumb. Yeah, I would have like for instance again. My dad, who is upset about it, if he asked me, I would say I would never have. It's dumb. I wouldn't have signed this. There are so many things that the government can do. I mean, because let's be real. The reason we have these loans with crazy interest is not because of the schools. It's not because of the government. It's because of the banks. This is a bank thing. We owe the bank money with interest Mm -hmm. that's what's going on here and the the outrageous thing is the crazy interest that people are paying and i'm not paying too much interest because i got great loans but some people are paying like crazy interest like paying a thousand dollars a month for 10 years and their loans go down zero like that's real yeah like that happens and credit card if if i'm if I'm in office and I see an opportunity to spend $3 billion on our education, because that's what this was. This was money going towards the education system. Hmm. Um, If I see money going towards education, I'm not going to say, Hey, let's just pay off student loans. What I would say is if you're not going to pay them all off, like if you're not going to clear out student debt, 
the next best thing would be, hey, let's chop and require every single loan interest at zero across the board. Let's just take the interest. We'll pay the interest on all of the student loans across the board. So that way, when you pay, it's all at principal. That makes sense to me. Not this $10,000. I mean, very few people got that got relief from this. Very, very, very few people. Right. And then the threshold was like if you made one twenty five a year or less, like you didn't people even get can it. make people can make one twenty five a year and still only be paying at the interest and at the principal if their oh, yeah. interest is high enough. Right. Like, yeah. Oh yeah. And if you put somebody who's making one twenty five a year living in a major city, mm-hmm. let's go with Denver. Or Chicago. Then, or, or Chicago. Those people making one twenty five a year are making the equivalent of eighty or right. less. Yeah. Or less in Michigan, for sure, or in the rural areas. So it's just like, how was that the threshold? How was the standard of living not considered? It was very poorly planned. When they put that in, because like, somebody who lives here who makes less than me might get it, mm-hmm. but me living in Chicago, which is a higher standard of living by twenty percent or more, mm-hmm. might not qualify for it. Right. Even though I need it just as much, just as much based on their standards. Again, I agree with you. It was a stupid thing. Yeah. The, the interest makes more sense. I'm with you 100%. But if you're going to do it, you it wasn't even done in a way that benefited everybody who would have equally benefited from it. No. It was not equal. No. It was fair. You know what I, I think, mean? I think what it, it was, was is, is, is the liberal side, the democratic side has been pushing this for this for so long. They keep pushing. They keep pushing. And in order to pass it... They have to get something that the Republican side, the, the conservative side, agrees on. And so they kind of go back and forth, back and forth. What about 50 grand? No, what about five grand? What about, and they finally, everyone's like 10 grand. They're like, who gets it? Okay, everyone this, and like, it's just this, you know, this bipartisan where they land in the middle, and it's just a fucking joke. Like, it's a joke. This is a joke. Like, That's the way our system works, though. You know, I mean, like, like nothing ever gets done because one. I mean, like, uh, I'm glad they took the money yeah. that they took from us and gave it back to us. Yeah. But they didn't give it back to everybody. They gave it back to people with student loans. That's great. But they didn't really give it back to us. They gave it back to us and by paying a, some of the principal down, but there's still interest. So, like, it, it's kind of like they kind of gave it back to us. Like, they, they forgave the PPP loans last year that was 850 billion dollars they just wiped it clean they could have done that with the student loans i don't i'm, I'm not even advocating for that i did, like what i would advocate for is just like a fair loan how about like three percent that would be a fair loan across the board right for everybody for all students for everybody who would apply to their tuition right the banks are still making money at that the small interest rate but you're saying hey you're bettering yourself even if it's for arts sure you want to go back to college and get a degree in performance arts absolutely here's a three percent loan the banks are going to make their money everybody's happy you're you're furthering education like all of these things are good but like this these loans are insane so like some of their some of their passion is well directed but also it's it's poorly structured this whole thing is poorly structured and also is just another clear indication of something that they can do to divide our country divide our of course. our our you know our our viewpoints of divide everything which is crazy because i'm like 
I thought that I thought this was a good thing. I thought like giving money back to people was a good thing, but people are mad because only certain people get it. It wasn't fair, right? It was it, e- it was no, it wasn't equal, but it was no. I'd say that right it now. wasn't fair either. It wasn't fair, but it wasn't oh. equal. Yeah, but it, but it wasn't across the board. Yeah, it wasn't yeah, it like across, the yeah. bootstrap people, right? Like mm-hmm. like the you know the, an overarching ideal it, with the, the conservative party is pull yourself up by your bootstraps. Well, the government just gave them each of us who overwhelmingly the educated population is uh, liberal, um, and so you you give the liberal overwhelmingly the liberal party. Ten thousand dollars each. That's that's the way they see it. That's not fair. It's a handout. But last year, all the PPP loans were wiped out, and overwhelmingly, small businesses are ran by conservatives. So it's kind of this and that. But people don't like to remember fairness. It's all perspective. I mean, that's the thing that cracks me up about everything. I mean, just depending on how you look at it, at anything. You're going to have a completely skewed viewpoint from, you know, so-and-so sitting next to you or whatever. But, like, I have a lot of friends who got humanities or music degrees or whatever mm-hmm. who have a lot of student debt and don't make any money, you know? And it's like... Zero money. They're, like... Yeah, I mean, they're bettering the world in a lot of ways. And, I mean, they're helping things out. I mean, those those jobs are needed, just like... Joe Plummer over here, but Joe Plummer didn't have to go to school and take out a ton of debt in order to get his job. That's a very much needed job. But, uh, you know, Sally over here, or, you know, whoever that, that got a humanities degree and is making very little money. I mean, you talked about teaching earlier. My I'm sister just saying, had like, to as get As a her... teacher, I yeah. do not make a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. my sister started out at like 30 grand a year and she yeah. had to get a master's in order to do that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. and Ended up I in a lot of debt because of my job, I made 38, and I moved up to 42, and then I made 50. Yeah. Forever. I mean, I was teaching at Michigan State with a master's degree. Yeah. Making 50 a year. It's crazy. It's How do you even pay right. that back? You know, well, you know I mean, what I mean? You don't like, at I mean, that it's point. Like, like, no. Honestly, you you don't. No, like the repay, like, the repay as so you earn. I still have so much student, student loan debt. It's just going to be there forever. And like, oh, yeah, it'll be there till you die. And like, and what's wild is like, I have definitely dated people that are like, oh, I don't want to date somebody with that. And I'm like, well, you're dating somebody who's an educator. Like, I naturally come with that. Like, yeah. Yeah. even teaching. Well, don't take, in, don't date a doctor. Well, right. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> or a lawyer. Or a lawyer. Or literally anyone. <laughs> right. Engineer. Yeah, no. I, I work mean, for NASA. Like, <laughs> Teaching in You're healthcare, I, I still don't make. It's no. st- I still I work for a non for profit. Yeah. Like I build and write educational materials for people who need it. Yep. For a system, the healthcare system that desperately needs to learn how to teach mm-hmm. med students and residents, and it's a very tiring job. Similar to teaching high school, it is a very underpaid job. Similar to teaching high school. You know, I was having. I still a- like bartend on the side. To I, pay my students. You, you've never stopped bartending. It's wild to me. But that's because I like, Be, I'm like. You, you like it, but you also need it. <laughs> I like it, but mostly I like it because it gives me the freedom. So if I work one night a week, one extra night a week, I can make enough money that I don't have to worry and I don't have to stress. And uh, for me, that's worth it, right? Oh, for sure. 
I was uh, I was hanging out with some friends earlier, and uh, they were talking about uh, my my Tesla. And a common argument I get from a very specific group is, yeah, well, if the whole country had electric cars, then there would be these rolling blackouts. And I'm <laughs> like, well, yeah, right now, you know, like, but with anything that grows over time, as people get them, you know, the systems will become robust and they'll be able to hold them. If everyone got them tomorrow, of course there'd be rolling blackouts, but that's not the way the system system works. And, and then, and then she's like, yeah, this and that. And uh, she said something else. And I was like, also, she's like, oh, she said something about like, yeah, they're just trying to get everyone to get an electric car. Um, and I was like, yeah, I don't care <laughs> if you get one or no one gets one. I, I bought one because I drive a lot. <laughs> and it makes logical and fiscal sense for me in order to save money. I think my bill went up. I don't know. I think it's on average about 100 bucks a month is what I pay. Uh, and I drive between five and 700 miles a week. Jeez. So um, just depends on the week. So um, I'm saving tremendous amounts of money, but I don't give two shits. If you want to drive a big ass truck out there and suck oil out of the ground, go for it. And in the same sense, if you want to get a performance arts degree and go in debt for 60 grand, go for it. I don't care. It doesn't bother me. If, you're, if you want to struggle working as a barista, paying off your student loans, more power to you. You've bettered yourself, and there's a good argument that you've bettered all of humanity because you're bettering yourself. For sure. And if you want to do that with debt and call it irresponsible, that's fine. I literally don't care. Your choices don't affect me. And then the argument is, of course, well, I have to pay for their student loans and this and that. I'm a, I understand. But also, the money was already taken. Like, this isn't like they're going to retax you now. This is just money allocation. Our money reallocation. They're just they're shifting where the money is going. It's already been taken. You're not going to see a hike out of your paycheck because of this. Just like you didn't see a hike when the PPP loan was paid back, and that was nearly three times as much. Mm. So all of these fears that are fed into uh, the perspective of those that always oppose the big thing, whatever the the big thing is, it's always important to come back to like the central root of the issue. You know, like well, let's let's really look at what's going on. The left and the right agreed at 10000 for whatever this and that. Didn't really help anybody. I mean, it helped you $10,000 worth, but those that couldn't pay it still aren't paying it. Those that can't pay it really didn't change much. Very mm. few people actually got it paid off. Congratulations, Andy Bailey. If you're <laughs> listening to this, you're one of the one in like 10 million people. Where's that... his name Andy Bailey come from? Andy, like, our friend boy. Andy. Oh. Andy and Sam. <laughs> Dear God, I'm so sorry, Andy. I know you're listening to this right now. We love you. Julie has not forgotten you. She's just... I just forgot you. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> when I say Andy Bailey, it's uh -huh. I don't call. Him, yes, Andy. Um, well, that's different. I think he if had you like just seventy. Said Andy, that's different. <laughs> but Andy Bailey, think about that. I'm like, what the fuck is Andy Bailey? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think he had like seventy five or seventy six hundred dollars, and then he was like, is that he's his like, actual last name? Bailey. Yes, of course. Why don't I know that? You're not friends on Facebook. Yes, we are. Maybe he's Pond Bailey on Facebook. Yeah, Pond Andrew Pond Bailey. Don't ask me why. I don't. I've never understood. Is he in our trivia group? Yes, he is in our trivia group. But then, I've never. I've never. Why under, do I not know this person? I'm know. so sorry. I'd probably know you. Yeah, but of course you do. Like we, we were at the the tailgate together. Me and you and Andy and my sister took pictures together back in 2017 or whenever that was. Was that when I Facebook requested 
J Dub over here. Yes, it, I probably it probably six was years. six, six years. years six years ago. <laughs> um, oh yeah, Andrew that was Ryan. at my house. I think I don't know. No, uh, back in the day. Yeah, I know him. Hi, Andy Bailey. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm not looking at you and your wife and your two kids, and good, I understand who you are. Good kids. But it's very confusing when I just know people as yeah. like Andy. Yeah. Or like Andy from the tailgate is usually like how you Andy suggest things to me. Like I feel like Mark, whenever he says we're hanging out with X Y Z, it's like always comes with this like. Jenny from from the block. Jenny from the block. <laughs> yes, thank you. Yeah. This is how you know this person. Like it always comes with like friendly reminder. This is what. Hey, he we're doing them. a podcast with uh, Jason, uh, former brother-in-law, <laughs> current brother. Brother. What up? Do I need to go further? His last name is Williams. I'm Jason Williams. Jason Williams, J Dubs. Has a brother named <laughs> Nate. Like brother, named, <laughs> brother named Nate. You met. Currently in Alaska, I think. I'm not really sure. He's Nathan Williams. He's Nathan, Nathan Williams. Williams. Also former brother in law. Current brother. Brother. I understand. He is the one that started the Sir. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> sir. The sir and ma'am has and was over <laughs> and was overwhelmingly hitting on you in raw public. Yeah, and, really oh, raw yeah. public. I loved every minute of it. And it I, so I leaned good. over to you and I was like, "He's laying it thick." <laughs> yeah, with two C's. And I was like, "I think you were like Jason's trying to figure out what's going on. Nate is buttering my biscuits." Because <laughs> I feel like. It was probably the first time that like I came out with no, it was the second time yeah. Yeah, that I came second. to trivia. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and that I was, was like that was fun. The room was trying to figure this out because we're sitting by each other and we yeah. can be flirtatious when we sit by each other. Yeah. <laughs> but all Nathan did in response to that was lay it on thicker. Oh yeah, and oh, yeah. I was, he, like, was like, right. he's like, I ain't, I ain't. He was being like, oh, you run marathons? <laughs> Tell me more. I run a half. Tell me about your times. What's your training like? And then I would lean over and talk to you, and he would literally start a new conversation. He'd, he'd be like, "Hey, I was like, really? hey, that's hey. my brother." <laughs> that was the time I was like stuck in between people, and so you I were. didn't know what the hell was going on. I can't and that's what stand I said. not I said, having. Jason's face looks like he's just trying I'll to say, do you need fucking a, figure out what people you need are ample talking arm about. room. I don't like being stuck. on one side. You need it on one side. Yeah, and like a one side or another. If you're on the outside, you're yeah. fine. Because I've seen you in If I'm on boots. the outside, yeah, yeah. You always do that. You I have... like to have leg room to like put my legs out in the <laughs> aisle and like airplanes. It's rough for well, me. If you weren't a gargantuan human, it would be fine. I'm a big boy. That makes sense. Because you did that you last all... time we all hung out. You just like yeah, spread yeah. yourself out. And I, I was like, sprawl the hell out. Why? You take up on my high chair how many right seats? <laughs> is this chair your chair? I'm four, I'm four feet away from you. When you fly, do you buy two seats? I don't. I, don't, I do. But really, I actually I'm a like the window too. seat. But like, <laughs> you're the tiniest human. <laughs> no, at work, I literally like won't let anyone sit across from me at this big conference table because that has to be like my leg room. Like <laughs> I put my leg up on the on the chair across from me and like. So you're out. super professional. You're I like am, essentially showing your way. Like, Hello, I, I am, look right down here. I am a pro. Yeah. No, yeah. You, you bring two jackets when you go. I do. And you take off your first jacket and you put it on the chair to your right. <laughs> okay, Mark, I need you to know I do that because I really feel like my neck gets a kink when I sleep on an airplane. So I really like when I don't. And when I first moved to Chicago, I took the Amtrak back and forth a lot. Because I'm very, very afraid of driving in the snow. And actually, any inclement weather, any inclement weather petrifies me. You have cheap. Just, I love the Amtrak. That thing okay. is unstoppable. Okay. 
but I was in like a very scary car accident. Very scary. Yeah. So I'm very scared of inclement weather. I'm like, what if my tires stop working? What if my brakes stop working? What if the person next to me doesn't stop working? And then I get all this anxiety and it's way up here. So I just take the Amtrak because I'm like, it's fine. But when I I get get on the Amtrak, they're like, you should say share with somebody. And I put all my shit on that seat next to me. (laughs) And only if, and I have had people ask me. Oh, because it's not like a seat. Yeah, like, it's not like you buy one your exact seat. You just buy a seat and you go find you go. a seat. Yeah. Right, but sometimes the train is fully booked and you're like, somebody's going to sit next to me. And so you have a choice. Either one, you sit down by yourself and you push it there and you pray, or you sit by somebody tiny. Uh, I, I would, and I'm like, you're tiny? That's I'm a good tiny. Move. We probably are going to be okay by each other. Yeah, I would tiny wow. sit for sure. But then they're talkers. Yeah. Yeah, see, those that's fuck, the problem. Those fucking tiny people. Are you trying people. to say tiny people are talkers? Tiny people fucking, talk. fucking tiny talkers, man. Jada, what are you trying to say uh, about me? Yeah, like... The, <laughs> honestly, right now, the smaller, we... <laughs> the smaller the human, the fucking more they talk, they just come out of nowhere. You're a talker. You got a nice snatch. Tiny talkers. Oh, boy. Jesus. The nicest. Shall we cheers to that again? Cheers. No, I'm not oh. cheersing my vagina now that we're cheersing to. Whoa, 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 whoa. No one's. I was talking vagina. about CrossFit. I was talking about You've snatching. You've never yeah. seen me work out. <laughs> also, you never seen nice. me without yeah. my pants on. So. <laughs> uh, oh, man. No, though. I, I love the Amtrak. They, they have big seats, though, don't they? Or no? But I want as much room as possible. Okay, yeah, I train sleep out. really hard. Trains <sighs> put me to sleep. Yeah, they do. It's like the weird hum and then the slight bobble. Oh, it's beautiful. But sometimes the bobble is like, and then you really bobble, and then you're like, wow, I'm really awake again. Have you been on a um, a cruise? I have not. Okay. So what are we going to do next? Me and and Julie Lynn have definitely, we need to do a a podcasting cruise where we we podcast every night at at dinner. No, Mark. At dinner while we drink, we podcast every no, night. By dinner, oh. I'm drunk. I, I Bring know, new that's people what makes in. It good. Yeah. By dinner, I've had like okay, so I really on when I'm on a cruise. It's even more fun. I like to play card games and sit by the pool, but I also like to chip, do shots of fireball. Chip clips. Six a.m. I know Ooh, you do. I know your game. Yeah, I do. So I take towels out at six a.m. before I go for my run because you have to put your I towels never on the chairs. Don't run, even on vacation. You just run around the boat. You have to put your yeah. you have to put chip clips on the chairs at like six a.m. because people go out and they steal the chairs. Oh. So you get it. And so like I, when we went on a cruise together, I went out every morning before my run and I yeah. got all of our chairs together, chip yeah. clips. Nice. And then I'd go for my run and then I'd go back and shower and then they would all eat breakfast. And by the time I got done like running and showering, they were all sitting at the chairs because they knew the chip clips. Yep. And then we'd have our spot all day. We'd play cards and we'd do shots of fireball. And so when he suggests dinner, I need you to know by dinner every night. You've been drinking all. Day. I was tore up. Like I. Look at pod, podcast at breakfast. Thank you. A breakfast pod. A breakfast pod. Dude, because I, at honestly, breakfast, like, would, like a sunrise pod would be real. Because oh, the sunrise in the morning. You can't fuck with my run. I, oh, so sorry uh, that you're, you're a little fucking, earlier. Your morning is so sacred. I like. <laughs> <laughs> This is a podcast cruise. Like, I understand. I, I run later. Like, I, I I've drink, seen. I wouldn't run. I've seen some. <laughs> I've seen some amazing sunrises in my life. Like, yeah. like all across this world. Arguably, 
top three sunrise experiences I've ever had is from the deck, the top deck of a cruise boat, early morning in the middle of the Caribbean. There is just something about it. It's serene. The boat's doing like 15 to 20 knots, so it's nice and it's, it's like a crisp, warm breeze. Nice. And the sun's rising. There's always clouds, and I'm like, this is fucking surreal. Exactly. So what are you saying? So you asked, you were like, what do you do? Just run it on the tiny circles? And yes, it's 16 laps per single mile, yeah, but it doesn't it matter because... Oh, they've got it like mapped out for running. Yeah, they do. Yeah. And they tell you it's like one sixteenth of a mile. So like, do I do hundreds of laps? But like, to his point, mm-hmm. it's when I'm getting up and I'm put the chip clips on and then go for my run, I am watching the sunrise oh, on the water. It's so like, beautiful. I, I'm I, not I started, amazing. I started running. And I hate running. <laughs> Just you, to see you're the one sunrise. of those people that like are like cardio is a punishment. Yeah, no, it's a punishment to everyone. If you hate your life more than the cardio, though, it seems like a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think people are genetically like no, you're right, inclined. predisposed. And yeah. actually, and actually, yeah. like, there's a lot of good science behind running. Blah blah blah. I know. But I know. But I do think people are like genetically like the left, right, bilateral. You symmetry. love it or you hate it. The, the, the striking of the pavement, the pavement on the uh, the left right bilateral symmetry, like you know EMDR with the, oh, the lights and stuff. Oh, EMDR. It's this. It has a similar response therapeutically. Really? Yeah, because the left right, back forth, back forth. And I have my OCD, really, really and I actually have to chew left right, left right. Yeah. Really? Yeah. So she has like, no cheeks on the inside because she chews them off while she runs. No, I don't. But like when I take bites, <laughs> blood. No. When I take bites, like I need, it needs to be even. My my whole self needs to be even. Really? So like, like homeostasis. Yeah. Like, so like even when I was eating in here, I, know, I would I take. I, I saw. I, I would put I two strawberries. By that, actually. I literally put, I put on two, two different socks. <laughs> on the spoon, and then I take half of the oatmeal and then put it in this cheek, and half of the oatmeal and put it in that cheek, and then eat because they just got to be even all the time. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So I do think that there is something about the left, right, left, right. If you're somebody that's like inclined to do i just think that's a thing oh i bet but my ocd about like light switches i'm not like super crazy one two three one two three that's true ocd have you guys done emdr i have yeah yeah i did like how many said have you love it love it how many sessions did you do i don't know it was probably i don't know it was just part of my therapy i only did three really yeah it was really short i think i I had some very very intense dreams after that led to a lot of uh suppressed memories coming up and it was it was too intense so they had i had to stop really yeah and i just went back to like standard therapy like i would have i did one and it was like uh memories from when i was a kid were like were flooding to the surface and it was like overwhelming i couldn't handle it really yeah Mm -hmm. and so i had to slow down because they were like we're gonna come in and do it again and i was like i i'm having like every dream would pulled like 10 memories to the surface and it was it was very um it was just overwhelming like there was so many emotional attachments to those memories that it was it was like i was processing them all over again for the first time so it was it was a lot a lot to handle wow yeah, see, I didn't have any dreams or anything like that afterwards that brought stuff up, but it was, like, during the process, during the EMDR, like, therapy or whatever, and it's, like, a, f- a few times I'm just, like, looking at that light, I'm, like, and I just start bawling, and I have no idea why, and then it kind of came to me later, but it, like, brought up a lot of shit from, like, 
I didn't think I had anything from like childhood or whatever, but like it brought up just a ton of crap. And I'm like, wow, how does this light do this to me? It was not really interesting. I love science. it. It's really, love really it. interesting science. I actually talk about it in my book. I talk about EMDR in the really? book. Really? Yeah. Yeah, it's fascinating to me. That was I hadn't heard about it until then. I, you know, I love psychology. I love all that kind of stuff. I try to like read up on stuff, but yeah, it was it was nuts. No, when I was like, working on my PhD in psychology at Northwestern, you had to do anything that you might do with your clients and or something you might study. I remember, I did it, and I mean, Mark has known all of my life to this I have. point. Um, it was horrible for me. Was it really? I it can't was imagine. horrible. And so, I like, I went into like adult <clears throat> marriage therapy, and that was like my focus, and that was also like with my PG, like what I wanted to study. Um, but there was moments like that when I did do like EDMR, and I was like, I can't. I need to quit. I can't do this because it just was like, it caused horrible nightmares. Mm -hmm. When I'd be going through it, it was like. I feel like I couldn't breathe. I had so much anxiety and like, I understand the point of it and I understand that it can work for some people, but it's definitely difficult when you're learning how to use it and then doing it because it's like, it's not built for everybody. So sure. I wouldn't go to a therapist and have them prescribe that for me because with all the trauma I've had in my life, like you don't want to bring that to the surface and then ask me to participate in society as a human. So right. It was really difficult that the program like expected us to go through these things and then like write a paper about it and like my paper was like oh wow it was horrible for me and so yeah. i in reflection i was like i would be very careful as to who i prescribe this to because it was horrible for me right wow. so like <clears throat> you think about it that way i'm like i would never want a human have that to to have the feelings that i had after like i felt like there was a couple nights where like it was me and my boyfriend, a.k.a. bottle of wine, that I was just like, I'm just going to have a couple glasses of wine and then go to bed. And the next thing I knew, I was like drunk, crying alone on my couch because of what I went through the day. It was so bad. It was wow. so bad. I was just like, I need this part of this doctorate to be done because it's impacting like <clears throat> my life. See, but I, I see stuff like that. And I... I have such mixed emotions on it because I didn't experience nightmares. I like, they were just, it's funny because they were abstract dreams. They didn't really, the dreams didn't, weren't associated with memories, but the memories would come flooding back afterwards. Um, but with you, like they were nightmares and, and it will, for whatever that means for you and which led to oh, horrible nights. But at the same time, I see that. And I see you as a human now processing through repressed pain. And as bad as it feels, that might be a ultimately good thing. That is, if you're willing to go through the therapy and the processing, if you don't repress those back down, if you're willing to yeah, but do like what when you it's did, like a dream, it's not real. So you're of not course. you're not putting me through you. You're having me deal with repressed pain in a way that's new. Of course. So, like, now you've created a new, new trauma, experience yeah. for me and almost a new trauma. So, for instance, when we hung out last time and we ran into my ex, I had so many nightmares yeah. about that interaction. Really? That as I was sitting there, I was, like, running through 
every single nightmare in my head. And you looked at me and you were like, are you okay? And I was like, we're going to do this. I'm okay. We're going to sit here. It's going to be fine. But I was running. So I don't know. I don't know that it benefits everybody. Well, because def- we'll, we'll see. Like, I see that. Because I wasn't processing it. It actually added to the trauma. Because if I had never done that, had never gone through that, had never had those nightmares, and I ran into him at a bar, I wouldn't have all those ideas to work through. And, like, well, vivid. You're talking about the trauma from him originally. Right, and, and that, now, re, that created itself into new dimensions where, like, did he ever see me at a restaurant and, like, choke me out at a bar? Absolutely not. In my dreams, did he? 100%. So when we're all sitting there, I'm like, oh, my God, is he going to come up and, like, fucking wrap his hands around my neck? And so oh. that's what I mean. Like, it creates, it created new trauma yeah. for me that never happened. Well, uh, never for, first of all, I'm sorry you went through that trauma. That's that's well, no, no, I'm I'm, so, I'm sorry that your brain created some of that because that's hard. Um, but like the brain, I the amount of the amount of studying I've done on the brain in the past six months has been crazy. And the brain can't, it doesn't have time stamps on on trauma. It can't tell if something is old or something is new. It just know it, it knows pain and it knows trigger. And it kind of like associates, it'll just do, it'll say something like, um, uh, this thing X caused me pain. And that pain also was associated with A, B, and C. And X is the pain, but A, B, and C were kind of the things that surround it. So if A comes along later on, even though it has nothing to do with the pain, your brain says that is associated with the thing that hurt me and you can have a triggered response, PTSD and so forth. Like your brain doesn't understand timelines and it also doesn't understand reality versus fiction. Your brain is like ridiculously smart and also very dumb. It, it especially when it comes to the primitive brain, your limbic system, where all of those suppressed memories um, not live, but it's where they're agitated, um, because it, it has no ability to decipher actual reality from triggered memory, because your your brain is keen more than anything else to survive. That's what it's designed to do. It's going to survive more than anything else. But the great thing about humanity now is we don't have to survive from tigers trying to kill us in the wild because if we have a triggered response from a tiger, it's going to keep us alive as humans. But we don't need to try to stay alive. We have to try to learn how to unlearn trauma Mm. and traumatic responses from those deep limbic responses that we have. So your brain is creating scenarios because you have this deep, deep complex neural network of possible scenarios from all the scary fucking movies that you watched as a kid. And then also this trauma that you lived, this emotional, mental, physical trauma that you lived with a man and your brain sees both of those things. And then during a trigger crosses over and says, Hey, fucking anything can happen. So it's kind of new, but it's also survival. Your brain is saying, fucking save yourself. But also anything can happen. And anything can happen. You know the best thing my therapist ever told me? Don't fuck with crazy people. Well, don't fuck with crazy people. But also, like, you, you, because you did I, Because that all comes together. Sure. And, and, and you, you did suffer, like, in a sense, like, a new sense of trauma, but, but also at the same time time like I would almost argue 
that pulling that back to the surface is a form of processing. And the more you uncover a wound, the more you give it chances to heal. And there is a fine line, and I'm going to, I'm going to say this carefully, there's a fine line in re-agitating old trauma and processing old trauma. So I was about to say that. I, but I, then I said before we go any deeper, can we refill my boyfriend? Of course. <laughs> because I have two a second, lot of thoughts. Two-second break. We need spicy. It's not Benjamin Franklin we as need spicy. We need spicy. spicy round two. Okay. <laughs> Quick, oh, pause. Quick pause. <laughs> and my brother-in-law was like, so again, we didn't have power. So he was like, he was going out. I'm going out to get food. You guys want anything? And her and I didn't want fast food. We also had no way to cook food. And we just were both like, nope, we're good. And then as the night continued, my brother-in-law was like, neither of you ate dinner. You also didn't eat breakfast, which means you only ate lunch. You had one meal today. Are you sure you don't want to eat? My sister and I both were like, nope. And so we were chatting. She called me while I was running. So we were chatting the phone while I was running. And she's like, I am hungry today because I think it's because we didn't eat dinner yesterday. And I was like, yeah, probably. But I just think my mom taught us to listen to our bodies. And so we only put in our bodies what sounds good. And we only put in the amount of food to fill until our body says full. And so... It kind of I mean, goes back to like that history of like. It's very inner. I mean, so what we've come to understand. I mean, so like, I mean, like what I'm saying is like, you know, you know how to kind of program enough food for like, an athlete to gain muscle and like. Or for know, optimum. For optimum, yeah, nutrition and performance and all right. that kind of stuff. But, at the same time, like, you know, people have performed on much less and had to do much more. I mean, they're probably not, like, optimum body shape and, you know, like, optimum performance and all that kind of stuff. But, like, people have survived many, many years I think doing sur- much more. I think on sur- lot, survive and thrive are very two different. Oh, for sure. For sure. Two but different this is where I disagree because I meet a lot of people who run marathons. And I have people because I've done, what, 15, 16 now? 16. People ask me yeah. advice. How do you fuel during the race? What do you do? And I'm always like, I don't eat or drink during the entire race. They're like, what do you eat before? I'm like, I don't because I like to run on an empty stomach. And the most I'll have is like hot water or coffee before. That's fine. And then. But that's but I think but that speaks to the <clears throat> to the variance of athletes. I, I would say that. The but they're ma- like, what do you eat the day before to fuel for it? What do you put? Like what are you putting in your body? And, mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm like. A salad with chicken on it because I See, don't want to wake up and feel bloated. I don't want my system to not work. Like AKA, I need to wake though. up to poop. See, I I feel like that's a, a great example of a weird athlete and not the gross majority of athletes. You can chew in the microphone; it doesn't matter. Um, no. Can I have a piece? No, it's totally fine. Um, you need a lot of that was a good cheesy piece. Oh, that was a good cheesy. Piece. That was a good oh. one. You should use um, as you want. But I think I, I think that's simple. that's a good example of you're an anomaly. You're on the skewed uh, spectrum of the data. Like that's not normal. Like no, like normal athletes will not necessarily, in a sense, carb load, but some do before they eat a a hearty day's worth of food the day before, and when they wake up, a lot of them will eat. You know, like half a banana sandwich or a peanut butter sandwich before or they go. Oatmeal. Like or I oatmeal. hear a lot okay. of different things. That's normal. Okay, I've heard that's of people the gross going on a six-mile run and eating goose. I'm like six yes. miles. Yes, of course. I, 
could eat not eat 10 hours before that, not eat 10 hours yes. after that. I'm you fine. are the anomaly, okay? So that's, but I, but that speaks to the variance of human, uh, you, the human spectrum that exists, especially within um, within nutrition. Like like I did I did nutrition a nutritional consulting for our, for athletes for a while. A good friend of mine, Rachel, is currently doing like she she does nutritional consulting for both athletes and just regular people. And the variances across the board, like she had, you never have the same uh, coaching schedule for two people ever. Do, well, even that's if what I was saying. Every coach ever. I've ever worked with has just said, just put calories in your body, whatever. It tastes good and sounds good because they've tried to prescribe stuff. Well, and, that, like, and that's what works and for I'm you. Like, this doesn't taste good. I'm not going to eat it. Right. And I'm not hungry when you told me that I needed to eat this, so I'm not going to do it. So I'm just like, my mom You're the worst like, possible client I could ever possibly have, <laughs> especially like as a high-level athlete. Like nutritional timing is important. Nutritional, um, like hitting those goals, is important because Mark, I do know. I have an idea. I do know what your I think body. You should take me on as a client. Pass, and hard, see pass. How <laughs> hard, I am. hard pass. Hard pass. Does our friendship survive it? It, it probably would, but it would Rhythm be a hard pass. I, I would probably <laughs> see. I would meet you. I would meet you where you are. And, That's Mark. That's and I would give you a cloud coverage. I would give you an umbrella. And I would say, today, you need to eat this. Figure it out. And that's probably what I would say. Um, but, but would it be like, because so if you told me to eat that. Eat, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I would, I, would, so just I, I mean, like, if you wanted macros, I'd give you macros. But walk if not, down this tunnel with me. If not, I would say. Would it be like 2,000 calories? Because I don't oh, think God. I've ever oh. put that many calories oh, God. in my no, body no, 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 no. It, it, in a day. It would be, it'd be far more. So like, are oh, you, perfect. Are you 5'4"? Are you 5'4"? Five three. Five three. Um, I'm and so I'm just gonna shoot some numbers. I'm shrinking. I'm gonna shoot. I'm gonna shoot some numbers out to you. Um, I also for, weigh 120 for, pounds. For for just some fun, I was gonna say you're between 120 and 125, depending on the day. And um, I would also say, uh, at 33 years old, female. Um, if you're a high level athlete, but all on um, aerobic capacity, so you only mm -hmm. I weight lift 25 minutes a day. But your but your goal is to run marathons it's it's not well, to gain this. muscle um you, your goal is to sustain long nice. endurance he's, not, he's like oh, those I'm are impressed. the smallest biceps those I've are ever amazing seen in my whole life. amazing <laughs> um, giving me compliments i don't deserve if if your goal is to sustain long-term aerobic activity then i would gear your results to that so your your bmr is going to be something in the range of like 13 to 1500 calories um your your basal metabolic and then uh, i mean and that's that but Does that's that not that's what i eat in a day no well, your um, body just naturally burns if you those. if you move zero percent if you lay on the couch for 24 hours you're going to burn 13 to 1500 calories now um the the moment you you move it all the moment you start to run those are um net calories added to that you have your aerobic um metabolic rate you have your resting metabolic rate you have all these different metabolic rates which is fine it doesn't really matter i have but, a follow-up question um hold on we're not we're getting there <laughs> we're not to the follow-up um, um but uh, especially leading up to a marathon um depending on your training day so it, it depends on how much you're training in the day the shorter training days you'd eat a little bit less on the longer training days you need to eat a little bit more and the reason you eat is the twofold one so you can have fuel to go and two so you can recover which is equally as important because most of the time people have an issue sleeping it's because they're not eating enough mm. and a lot of people don't eat 
because they're worried about the way they look, but then they want to perform. And so the very first question I have for all my nutritional clients when I had them is, do you want to look like an athlete or do you want to perform like an athlete? And it's a spectrum. There is a middle ground there, but if you want to like look fucking shredded, you're probably going to sleep like shit. You're probably going to feel like shit. But if you want to perform like high end level, like if you look at a lot of the CrossFit athletes, which are some of the highest end athletes that we have in the professional athletic world, they're eating so much food. Oh, and God. like a lot of them do, like, don't look like crazy athletes. That's because they're eating properly. Like they, they are a properly fed athlete, which means they can sustain short bursts of energy and also super long bursts of energy. Um, now, most of the guys don't look like it. They the, don't. The women do. Some of the like, women do. A lot of the women do. A lot of the guys don't. Um, and there's some interesting data behind so that. So much follow-up questions. I know we're gonna get there. Okay. Um, but I would there. probably like on a on a short on shorter days, um, if you do your BMR times, uh, there's actually all these equations. Um, I would probably put you around like 2,200 calories on a shorter day, and then if you're above 10 to 15 miles during your training, you're 25, 2,800 calories, maybe even in the 3,000 range. And then on those. On those longer, like two plus hours, two and a half hours running, like 15 miles, and you're starting to boost it up, you know, like we're going to approach 3,500. And the reason why is because your body is using energy, like a calorie. So we're going to go down. We're going to go down the road here real quick. A calorie is a this unit. Is a long road. I know. It, like you, you open this like door. I have follow up question. Well, see, the the funny thing is, like this is How something much I am. Did you buy? Did you buy enough for this? See, the funny thing is, is like I'm. This is something I'm very knowledgeable in, but I don't talk about a lot. Um, so it, it, you open this door. So I'm a calorie. A I, small humble brag. Keep going. I know. So I, a a calorie is a unit of energy, and a, a lot of people don't know. It's like they burn a calorie. Well, not really. You're using a calorie in order to convert food into adenosine triphosphate and so forth in order to use that energy in your body. One calorie. ATP. Yep, ATP. So one calorie is how much energy it takes to raise one liter of water, one degree centigrade. That is a calorie. It is a unit of energy. So um, if you, and it's actually not, in, in a sense, they say kilocalories is, is because that's how much, so your body is burning 1,400 kilocalories per day of, that's units of energy in order just to maintain your body. So when you are running on average, on average, um, um, I have more follow-up questions. A mile, a, a mile is about a hundred calories. On, but like these are super average. If you're a really efficient runner, it's gonna be a little less. If you're like me, I probably burned seven hundred calories <laughs> running one mile. I'm like, um, right? It's probably the same for you. I once had my shit measure like the E E O two V O two max. Yeah. And it averaged around one twenty calories per mile. You got it measured? Yeah. A hundred and twenty liters. Yeah, whatever it is. Really. That's, that's pretty impressive. Um, Why? It doesn't matter. Um, it's that's it's pretty good. It, it, it's, it, I mean, yeah, it, that's amazing. great. It's a good job. Um, Does that mean I'm efficient? Nice. No, it, it means you are. Woo, you, VO2. It, that was a it, weird it, high five. Can you do that again? It, it means your your VO2. It means your body forces oxygen into your blood at a very efficient rate for long periods of time. Very that's long. That's because I'm a really good runner. But keep going. Periods of time, you are using energy. You are efficiently. No, but you but you are using it, and for long periods of time. So if you don't restore the energy, your body will go into a survival mechanism, saying, "Hey, we don't have the energy to replace this, and we're going to die if we don't." So you're going to hold on to fat stores, and you're going to. Is that why um, I have cellulite? 
that uh, that's a different conversation. Um, or why have wings? Um, so a lot of times people are like, I'm eating 1,200 calories and I'm not losing weight. It's one of two things. One, you're really you're not actually eating 1,200 calories. You're putting all the dressing and fucking Parmesan cheese on your salad and you don't realize you're yeah, actually but eating I was 2,500 so I know how to calories. Everything. Yes. Yeah. Uh, the, the other one is if you go, if you're in a, such a severe cut, your body will shut down its metabolic capacity in order to save itself. It's trying to save you. They're like, that's what it's doing. So people are like, I'm not losing weight. I'm only eating 800 calories a day. That's, that's why right. you're not losing weight because your body says, I'm going to hold on to every single calorie because I, that I can because I'm going to die otherwise. So if you want to lose weight, eat more food. Right. Hands down, every nutritional consultant will tell you this across the board. If you're under eating, if you're under eating, so eat more anti. food. Yeah. Eat more food. Anti-logical. Yep. It's not, it yeah. feels weird. And a lot of times people will start to eat more and then they'll gain a little bit of weight because their body <laughs> is not used to it yet. And they're like, oh, your, shit. your diet plan is shit. I didn't lose any weight. And like, yeah, it's been, a, it's been two weeks, Susan. Keep eating. <laughs> you know, Fucking like it take, good things take time. Um, but when, when I was at my leanest, I know you remember that uh, back in like 2017, I was eating so much food. I, I was force feeding and I was the leanest I've ever been in my life. But that was because I was revving that engine. I was feeding it constantly, and it would, my bed and bo- my my metabolism was going through the roof. So that's what you want to do: increase your metabolism. Were you just hitting like macros, or were you eating like good I was, quality food? Uh, both. I, like I was in that eighty to eighty-five percent fidelity range in my macros. Um, I wasn't even really great on it. I was pretty good. Yeah. I didn't count ketchup. I didn't count um, a lot of a lot of the condiments. Okay, questions, <coughs> Julie. I know you have like twelve of them. Hold on just a second. I've got... No, I'm just kidding. All right. You go first, Jason. <laughs> no. You go right ahead. No, I just, Gentlemen first. I that's, just a, that's how it goes, that. right? Sure. Whatever. We've got a ton of questions. Go ahead. That's Two. fine. I forgot a lot of them, which is really unfortunate because you should have let me interrupt you. 12 to 1,400 me- basal metabolic rate is, is what... That, that's that was the you, first one. That's, that's when your hand first went up. Your body... <laughs> Burns between twelve and fourteen hundred calories, not doing anything. So if you're eating, which is wild because that's what I eat per day. So your body is literally storing every single bit of calorie that you eat because it's afraid that if it uses any more of that, that you'll die. So the and and, and this is just a a primitive function. But it doesn't make sense to me. Make your brain work. Your Mm -hmm. heart because it doesn't die. No, because it's 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 storing everything it can. So what you're trying to tell me is if I eat way more, yep, I'll be way hotter. Yep. Mm. I don't know if that's possible. But <laughs> oh! I appreciate it. Yeah, what's up? Good high five. Yeah. At least one of us speaks truth. Okay, let's do a shot. Let's do a shot. We have to do a shot after that? I can't. Yep. Oh, oh yeah. That's a shot. We're going to do a shot. shot. But it burns. Spicy. This is no, no, no. Thank you for my chaser. Cheers. Wow, cheers. To hotter. We're used to. Ugh. <laughs> No, we're not. <clears throat> Hello. Oh, it burns. It burns. It burns. I love it. Wasn't so bad the second time though. Oh, it was just as bad. Really? Yeah. I love it. Woo! It's kind of like cough syrup, and then with a spice. Inside. Yeah, and somebody smacks you in the face. Yep. You do a shot of cough syrup and then a smack. Oh, I love getting smacked in the face. I stole oh, I like, Mark's water, and so now we used to chase with seltzer. I like when my food hurts me. <laughs> I, I like it when it hurts me. I, just like all... That's the way it's supposed to be, Yeah, right? everything that I love in life needs to hurt me a little bit. The food and the women. Oh, need. so that's what I was going to say. Like a Hold on, that was problem. one of my questions. 
We're just gonna divert the whole thing. I hear you. Uh, I need more food to get hotter. Blah blah blah. You're not gonna get me to do it. You should take me as client because I think we'd have 0%. a really fun <laughs> podcast. Can we do it for one month and then podcast? No, four <clears throat> weeks isn't enough to make any type of. How long do I have to follow your dietary restrictions? Eight to twelve weeks is is the shortest amount of time. Okay, and you'll so start to see small changes. But you heard like this. Six to twelve months is what. Here's you this. Need. We're gonna. I'm gonna be Mark's client for three Pass. to six months. Pass. <laughs> Pass. I'm expensive. No. Do you know how much I am? Yeah. Like I start at $325 a month. I'm not paying you that shit. My friendship is worth $325 a month. Mm. Okay. Both of you <laughs> can go fuck right off. <laughs> I, I want the discount rate. Oh, I don't know about that. Okay, I'm gonna go home. <laughs> I'll give you I shop a- at TJ Maxx, man. <gasps> oh, fuck yeah. Are too. you trying to say that I'm like Salvation Army level friendship? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, goodwill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, moving on. The barn thrift second time around <laughs> in Oakman's. <laughs> second time around, yeah. <laughs> Go. Question. I know you have another one. Okay, so you guys were talking about body types. Correct. And that CrossFit people aren't like perfectly ripped. Uh, the highest end level. But the women so, are, kind of. No, well, uh, just more. More are okay, than just listen. the guys. I'm not done. Okay, continue. Thank you. Because you didn't let me interrupt, so. <laughs> There's plenty that aren't. <laughs> Laura Horvath is oh, a just stop. Yeah, tub. <laughs> I hope she never listened to this podcast. Did you just call I'm a I'm sorry, a Laura. She's a tub. She's. Stop. <laughs> she's, Stop. she's a big girl. No, yeah. I'm, I'm going to put her well, out. though. I mean, no, she does it she's well with third, her. third in, uh. in, the, in the world. Honestly, I would like to get her as a, a founding member of Thick, Thick Boy Fitness. <laughs> Let's get her. The first female Thick Boy. Yeah. Well, we should do she's, okay. she's thicker than me. Keep going. Oh, she's thick. She's so. Thick. She's strong as hell. Okay, guys, yeah. stop. For one fucking second. <laughs> Please continue. But is that. Because then you made a comment while you're doing your like some something about dating, and then it made me brought this question in my head. What is your ideal looking woman? Oh. So I'm gonna shift the whole podcast because we're gonna go into dating in our thirties. Dating right in our thirties. Oh wow. We're oh, moving in. We're, oh we're going in because you asked like a political question. I was like, I am enjoying this, but I would like to talk about funny stuff, and funny stuff is definitely dating in our thirties. So are what? you forty though? Are you dating in your forties? I'm dating my 40s. Yeah. In a month. Beautiful. In a month, I'll be in dating. In a month, he'll be dating. Yeah. In a, no, Wait, what three are weeks. Doing for you? Okay, hold on. So we need I'm, to do something for your 40th birthday, but we'll be I'm, doing that. I'm going to be out. Of, I'm leaving the state for my 40th birthday. What well, are you we'll doing, do dude? After. What? God dang. No. We got we to gotta hang out. I'm, we got to do something I'm, big. I literally I'm can't. I'm going to be in Brazil. I can't but. be here. I, I I'll, I'm I'm not leaving the state. I'm actually just going up up to the UP, but I'm just I'm, I can't. Uh, okay, so listen, I, we will I do like a I should be there. later one, and if you just want the three of us a podcast, we'll do this. We'll get drunk on podcast. We'll do whatever you want for your party. The weekend before we can do it. Uh, it it'll be like the uh, twenty. Uh, <laughs> why can't I do math? Twenty seventeenth. The seventeenth. Oh, I can't. Seventeenth <laughs> is the week before. Well, I teaching it. I teach in Atlanta for 12 days, and I don't land in Chicago until Saturday at 8 p.m. That's fine. And so I, and Sunday. then I'm going to need to sleep because I'll have worked 14 hours. Sunday. <laughs> That's fine. Um, uh, what is my ideal woman look like? Yeah. Um, she looks like 
she's into me. <laughs> no, but you, you, the had, hottest, a lot, you had a the lot of girl, to say about women's bodies. The, the hottest girl that likes Hot, me. The hottest girl on the planet is the one that's really into me. <laughs> if, they're, if they're into me, they could have jank teeth, and I am just all about it. That is a big plus. I tell you what, if if they're just into me, that's that's really the only qualifier. Yeah. Wait, let's circle. Okay, let's go one, back. One eye, I'm good. <laughs> okay, you want to hear a funny story? Yeah. So when I was in college, I know with all, I had all guy friends. There was like nine of them. And then my friend Stephanie lives in Denver and I. And they would ask us random questions that they like wanted two female opinions on or they needed like one more vote because mm-hmm. we'd, add, we'd add like an odd number. And the best story we ever told was, if a girl had a glass eye, mm-hmm. she was the hottest girl most into you possible. Mm-hmm. You brought her home. Yeah. And she pulled out her glass eye. Oh, yeah. I'd suck that thing. Oh, oh no. Yeah. You're not letting me finish. <sighs> Sorry. And she asked you to skull fuck her. <laughs> <laughs> Would you do it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bring me the lube. Let's go. Would you skull fuck her? Oh, yeah, for sure. You would? Yeah, I'm into weird things. Try it once. Yeah. Yeah, I'm into weird. I'm into weird things. <laughs> so I mean, I grew, up, I, grew right? with, I grew up with all guy friends. Let's be real. That's... And they would call me and do like they'd be like, "Hey, we've been we're both we've been drinking for hours, and we need to know." That's not even the weirdest thing I've ever done. Let's oh, be real. it's not <laughs> the sc- weirdest phone call I ever got, but it's the one I'll put on a podcast. No, like if I were to skull, like, I've never to, skull fucked anyone. Yeah, I've, I've never skull fucked, but that wouldn't be the weirdest thing. What's your weirdest thing? Oh, we're not gonna go there. Mm. <laughs> That was that was not the conversation. <laughs> the I conversation think, was. I do think we can go with the dating in our thirties and forties because yeah. we've talked about doing this podcast a million times. Yeah. Well, so if I if I think back, if I think I, I actually have a list. That we I, made. I think I th- if I think back about all of the different also, girls I have dated. My ex is texting me literally right now, so that's a super he, he, great he starter. Can, he can he can kiss right off. Um, oh, that's fun. Um, We're telling that. Nope. No, no you can not. you can kiss right off. That's what you need to say. Um, if you go back and look at the history of all of the different females that I have dated, um, there is definitely some trends. For the record, not me. Um, <laughs> really? <laughs> we haven't dated. Yeah, no, we've never dated. No, no I thought you meant trends. Like it's for okay. No, I didn't get that. Like no, it's, it's, we've never dated. No, no, I didn't mean that. His dad. I thought dream. she was saying there was. His dad thought we were going to marry each no, other. I thought dad, she was saying dad, there were no trends as far as who she's dated. Or no, whatever, my dad had a dream that Julie proposed to me. Interesting. <laughs> so I'm still waiting. Where are you at, Boo? <laughs> I want my ring. I want my ring, bitch. My boo thing. I want my ring. <laughs> I'm thinking about it, but it feels like. Um. So there's definitely a trend. No. Um. Definitely a trend of females, but. It's not hair color. I've dated all hair colors except for red, because fuck those bitches. I like um, redheads. Oh, well, um, we'll never match. <laughs> I like them all, but um, yeah, he doesn't save himself. Um, I have I would absolutely date a redhead. Um, uh, as, so as far as the hair color goes, it's kind of I've dated more brunettes, but that's just simply because there are more brunettes on this planet. Um, I've definitely dated um, blondes as well. 
Uh, you know, I'm kind of across the board on that. Are there more brunettes on this planet? Y- yes, it's not even close. Um, especially By here, far. here uh, I, in our most blondes are like not naturally blonde. Yeah, and, and here in our um, uh, our geographic location. Um, here in the U.S. than also in Michigan, yes. My hair color is so natural. I've got my Sweden. grays. Yeah, it's it's not even close. Um, Did you just say yes, like you agreed? No, to yes to brown brunettes yeah. being uh, a exactly. dominant trait uh, in the in the genome and phenotype. Um, and so I've dated more brunettes, but that's just because there's more of those that, that exist. Um, I tend to like the more petite, but I've also dated a thick girl or two. Um, the ones that have lasted the most are the ones that make me laugh the most. And that's, and that's, uh, all right. J Dub, your turn. Yeah. Probably pretty, pretty similar actually, but, um, I don't know. I always, yeah. Probably in the history, it's been more brunettes, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, I think, I think it's that connection kind of thing. I think it's, um, do you have any, uh, do you have one that got away that comes to mind? Oh, I love oh, the I one do. that got away. Everyone has one that got I away. Do. Without saying the name, tell me about that person. Oh, God. Are you, like, baiting him on a podcast for yeah. her to listen? Well, or? I think, like, yeah, legit. Like, my first love or infatuation or whatever. Like, you know, I mean, <clears throat> I don't know. Yeah, it was kind of, I don't know. Yeah, she's... We're friends on Facebook and all Still? that. Kind of, yeah. What are the chances she's going to listen to this? After episode? years, though. Well, and she's engaged to a new dude and all that kind of stuff. But chances anyway. aren't zero, bro. In science, oh, science, it's been a long science, time. Science will tell you. Yeah, people should be happy with who they're happy with. Uh, she's not happy because she's not with J Dubs. <laughs> That's, That's right. the bottom line. Will you stop texting your ex and join this conversation again? I am looking because I made a note one time we were texting I'm just and, and with Mark her. was like, stop texting me. This needs to go in our dating. It was so good. In our 30s podcast. And so I'm trying to find it because I swear I put it in a note, but I think I just left in our text. So I think I got to like. Oh, good <laughs> fucking luck with that. Because mm. what? We text a lot? Well, over we the past of seven years, we have. But like, dear God, try to find that. I delete texts. God, texts bug me so much. I keep them. So dating in your 30s. I keep them all. It I just, just takes, found dating uh, in your 30s. It takes a while for me to text back, but. Uh, because we were tell, t- tell me about the one that got away. Tell um, me because I'll look. I don't, I don't know what to say. I mean, what like, would you do? Yeah, like, just, like if, if she was listening right now, what, like, what, 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 what would you say to her? If she was listening and she knew it was her. Like what? Like, like shoot, shoot your shot. I don't shot. even know what I'd say, man. Shoot your like, shot right know. now. Shoot. I don't know that I would even want that shoot. at this point in my life. You know, just make a shot. But like we uh, kind of, I don't know. I mean, like, I don't know infatuation or whatever. But like, I mean, she was like it, you know. And like, I was ridiculous around her, and like, I don't know. It was it was years ago. It was in college and all that kind of stuff. But um. I caught up with her later on, like on Facebook or whatever, and you know. Did she add you? I always did, thought. Well, yeah, did one, she add you day. or you have her? Did Did she add you or did you add her? Probably both at different times. You know what I mean? Why did you delete her as a friend? Well, this was before Facebook. Remember, I'm old as fuck. No, like but, who added who on Facebook? 
I did. Because, like, years later, I'm like, because she had gotten married. Like, she had moved off. She had gotten married. And, um, like, at one point, instant messenger, whatever. Uh, AOL. AOL, <laughs> AOL chat, yeah. Yahoo chat room. AOL. I was like, oh, I found her. And, like, started chatting one day. And she's like, oh, I just got married yesterday. I'm like, oh, fuck. But <laughs> Delete. <laughs> right. And then, that, you know, like, didn't try for years and years and years and years. But, you know, a couple of years ago, I'm like, oh, I wonder what she's up to, you know, and like looked her up. She's like local again. She had moved out out west and gotten married and all that kind of stuff and had a kid. And but then, um, yeah, I mean, um, found her, you know, had a couple of good conversations and all that. But she's like engaged to another guy about to get married i mean not that i ever thought that anything would happen or whatever but like when i was a young guy i was like oh when i'm like 40 dude like she's gonna be divorced and i'm gonna get, i'm gonna get her she know? is divorced <laughs> she is divorced you are 40 yeah. ish <laughs> right. it's time my friend it's time i need to do it I need like to do if, it. if she were to say hey you have you have one shot Take me out on a date. Stop. Say, Stop. No, this is fun. No, this is fun. I hear you, but I just need you to know. My ex-husband and I got together because he came to me and he was like, this is our one shot. Yeah. To get together. That's and called manipulation. Like, I'm not doing that. I, but you suggested that he did, so I'm stopping you because <laughs> that's a very toxic way to get together in a relationship. I, and no, she's not doing this. We are playing fantasy land. This is I true understand. love. This is true love <laughs> from the one and only that got away. We're just. We're I just, have one that got away too, for sure. I'm asking him what he would do with the night. I'm taking these away from you because I'm tired of you. No, give me this. No, no I'm Honestly, with, Jason no, is from him. more than I have. <laughs> no, I'm taking away from Jason because he keeps popping them and chewing them during conversation. It's the worst. Don't push that away from me. What? You, you need that in your face. You Can you hear my you? chewing? Oh, yeah. It's, oh, it's really? Extremely. I'm sorry. No. Yeah. Um, Do you chew with your mouth open or closed? It's been open the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> no, what I was saying was, tell me about the date you would take her out, Fantasyland, of the one of the one that got away. There's notes. nothing about this is toxic. Then I'll this keep is reading fun. my notes. I will keep reading my notes, you guys. I have one that got away as well. I have one. She's probably actually listening. Okay. There's actually a really good chance that she's listening. Is it? You can say her names. The mountain girl. The the mountain girl? Yeah. Who's the mountain girl? I'm, I loved her. She, I loved her. You oh, loved girl. a girl that got away of mine? Yeah. Well, Who I are mean, you talking about? I only about? know these girls like in stories and in texts and in phone conversations because I've never met any of them. You've but never some met of them, any of them. None of them actually exist. They're all fake. But some of them I love. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I love your existence in the world and your existence in Mark's world. Like, uh, There are some that I love. What did she do oh, for a living? Oh, I know who you're talking about. You're ta- you know what I'm talking about? You guys went to Colorado together. She's adorable. Oh, She's oh. adorable. Huh? That was someone but different it's not, than I You've been to thought. Colorado together? I think so. You guys have been well, camping that, together. Well, that kind of gives it but away, it, right? No, no, no. It's not. It's it's not the really crazy. It's out. not the crazy girl you guys <laughs> did oh, okay. costumes together. You guys did the Starbucks costume together. What's <laughs> her name? That's <laughs> not the crazy one. Okay, what now? What's her name? You did the Starbucks costume, man. The Starbucks what? Halloween costume. That was Janae. We yeah, dated. Yeah, it wasn't Janae. We, for Dave, like two and a half years. I, I, I think I know who you're talking about. But it's. But I don't know. There was. What's her name? Years of She's 
the, adorable. The she, girl after her? She recently got married. Brandy? That's I what I was thinking. Brandy. Yes, up top. That's what I was thinking. I love you know? Brandy. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Brandy will never the, listen to this. Okay, but if Brandy ever does. She's not the one that got away, though. I know, but Brandy's the cute just. Who's the one that got away? I, do you, do you I mean, know? you don't have to say a name, but like. No, she's she's down in Louisiana now. <gasps> I don't yeah. even know this chick. Have you been hiding this from me? No. I don't hide things from you. I don't hide things from you. Mark's just it's got been so I feel like there's mascara and makeup on it's your hand been... towel in the bathroom, so I think you do hide things from me. Uh, I'll tell you anything you want to know. Uh, Who's it's been, been here? Who's been here cleaning up your makeup? <laughs> Haley. Um, oh, hi, and Haley. it's been almost exactly <laughs> one year. I just want you to know, I texted Aaron message Jason, and I was like, I think Mark has a girl because he's talked to me a lot last week. <laughs> no, I don't have a girl. <laughs> I don't have any girls right now. That was but a while she, ago, though. But her makeup is on the hand towel. That's actually old. Go look. That's actually very old. I just don't wash that towel for like Why? years and years and years because it's a hand towel. Who fucking cares? I um, care. Uh, I saw it's it been, and I was like, Bitches, Ben. Here. Uh, that no joke. That she did that. She did that, and I got pissed. And I was like, "That's my fucking cocaine towel." And I'm, I'm really upset. You didn't wash it. Like, why wouldn't you be responsible and wash it quickly? There might be more, more cocaine on there. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know when the next What's time. What's on your hand towels, might... Jason? Mm-hmm. Not cocaine. Uh, <laughs> Mascara. Yeah. A little bit of makeup. Probably. Yeah. Something like that. Like a yeah. full face. Uh, it, it's been one year since I've seen since I've seen this girl. Almost almost exactly one year, and she got a job and moved to New Orleans. And wait, is this one year? No, okay, we're good. No, you can ask questions. She'll probably listen to this. She listens to all of these. You guys hung out post COVID, right? Uh, I met her in 2017. Yeah. Is she into CrossFit? No. Okay. Nope. No, she would come and, like, she would definitely, she'd be the type of girl that would come and hang out and try it and because I enjoyed it, but no. Nope. Okay, can I ask more questions? Yeah, sure, you can ask any you questions. Because I know you'll lead them out if you don't want them in there. Was this, like, pre-GLC? Like, no. Yeah, probably. No, no I met her. Did you fuck her on the balcony here? Yikers. That's a very direct <laughs> question. <laughs> wow. No, this nice. is. Nice. No. I like that right there. I need you to be better at high fives. Okay, so, like, you're very, like, I'm going to separate myself. <laughs> And you better like definitely like you're either close in. I like or you either like, like close, interlock you know, or. Interlock, okay. But you're doing this weird like. It's no, weird. I'm the normal one. You're like weird. You're That's the normal one. That's weird. No. Watch, you're, hey you're, Julie, watch. What's up? Boom. Well, you're not. A, you're boys. We're boy, What's up? We're boy and girl. So we. I told you. Have to interlock and. I told you. Do, I like, told oh, you. Or. <laughs> <laughs> That was <laughs> worth all of it. <laughs> um, I told you about the balcony. Oh, I know about the balcony. I know about the window. I know about the wall to the window. What's the window? The and wall. what's the window? <laughs> Hold up. So no, the balcony. Balls. Um, no. Oh, these bitches. This is <laughs> not. This is not Lori. She wouldn't listen to this, and I love Lori. I love her to pieces. It was Lori. Lori was the one you fucked everywhere. Yikers! No, I did not. Jeez, Lori, I'm so sorry. You're such a sweet girl. We love um, you, Lori. No. But Lori, I heard you were wild. Oh. Okay, Lori, oh. Lori had, she oh. brought the wild out in me. Let's be very clear. That? She brought the wild out in me. And uh, I know Lori she. Lori Smith. 
she was not super <laughs> she was not super crazy she made me like she she pulled the crazy out of me oh i like I get that totally. like the the, yeah. the the crazy streak. oh jason do you who pulled the crazy out of you we're gonna ship it <laughs> <laughs> Jason, who pulled the crazy out of you? Oh, What's the oh, window? What's the wind? You said I'm I know kidding. about the window. I was singing the song to the window, oh. to the wall. So no, it's it's not <laughs> her. Lori, I love oh, you to pieces. You're you're like my favorite human. Yeah, you're so yeah, amazing. Sorry if I just told all of America that we fucked on the balcony, <laughs> but it's okay because it was amazing. That's awesome, though. <laughs> That's fucking sweet, dude. <laughs> like, that is badass. Um, so we're gonna shift to Jason. Now. No, I don't like, know how Jason. far to go. I, I'm, with that, I'm surprised like, you're not asking more questions on who you some don't things think have to do with the worst. Okay, girl is. Is. Yeah, okay, that's fine. She knows. She knows who she is. You know who you are. I love you. And Always he finished well. that drink very quick, so we're gonna refill it for him. Hey, you can refill it yourself. You're a grown ass man. You're a grown ass right. man. Make Maker's Mark is behind you. And you can think about your choices. Okay, Julie. How about this? Yeah, there you go. Who was the one that? Ooh, Julie. How did this conversation? <laughs> oh, you're about to come back. So do, do, you have, do you have enough? Hold on, hold on. Do you have enough space? You, you, might, you, have, you, no, might, you might. You might. You might. You might. Stay. Oh, oh. Stay with it. There it is. Oh, yeah. You got it. Somebody should video space. this so we can. There we go. I can't. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, Julie, who's the one that got away? T- d- d- tell me about this person. Like, the first person that comes to mind when you say the oh, one. Oh, I 100% know it. Oh, yeah. So, so... I don't have to think. To, to tell me about this person and why is it me? <laughs> oh. That's cute. That's cute. Hey-oh. Woo. Boom. Woo. Look at that high five right there. I'm so glad you guys are so good at high five. Uh, you know, I learned that in grade school, so you're welcome. Uh, what do you want to know about the one that got away? Ask me questions. I'm not gonna just gonna like word bomb it. You have to like fight after me. No, here, okay. What happened? Um. That's the question you should ask me. That's like the best question of them all, and you missed it. Well, I'm gonna circle back. Okay. We will. That was like an email from. Okay, guys, this one sucks. Like my answer sucks. Oh well. Okay. We're gonna cheers. Cheers. Please t- tell me why this sucks. Um, because I think I was cheated on so many times in my life. Really? That I think I would have figured it out. But it's the only person in the whole world I've ever cheated on. Ugh. And it really was like our relationship um, got really difficult and. I knew that I loved him a lot, and he knew that he loved me a lot. And we didn't handle our conflict well. We did this thing where I, like, buried it. And it really deeply affected our sex life to where, like, we weren't able to connect sexually or even, like, in conversation about our days, but we loved each other, like, with every fiber of our being. And so we did the thing where you stay together too long and then I was the one that stepped out of the relationship. Um, I actually ran into an ex randomly biking on the street, which is like very hard to do in Chicago. I just hmm. want to think about like the the numbers. It's yeah. just very rare. And glitch in the matrix. Keep it was. 
It was a glitch in the matrix. And um, we texted a little bit. And then he got drunk. I got drunk. We were like, do you want to hang out and catch up over beers? Beers led to more than beers. More than beers led to six months of like both. Something that I'm very, very deeply ashamed of. And like, if I could use there, there's, it's a very interesting that as an English teacher, there is not enough words in the dictionary when you have fucked up to be sorry. There's actually not. And especially when you have felt the pain on the other side. And so I think like, even when my sister found out because I'm really open with my family and, um, when she found out, she was like, Hey, I love you no matter what, but like, I'm really. I have done 48 podcasts, 48, and never have had this issue before. Never once. I think we all sound really good, though, Sam. It was meant to happen. It was. It gave me a break from talking about a really traumatic time in my life. It was a traumatic time, but I'm so sad because it was such a good... I don't remember where I was at. Find that feeling again. I'm here, but can you remind me what I was saying? I don't even know how to get there. You um, were. I, I had asked you what happened, and you were saying you oh, didn't. Oh, so you didn't, it lasted for X amount of time, and then. Hold on, you're not on. Oh, hello. Are you? I hear you, but not. I don't know if it's in the. Yeah, it's there. It's there. I don't know if it's turned up enough. I really don't like. Oh, there we go. Wow, there we are. Boom. I don't how like did this all? Change, how did this all change so quickly? Oh, this is so. Oh, I'm the Matrix, dude. The fucking Matrix doesn't want you to fucking talk about Matrix. Honestly, it which means we need to talk about it more. The one that got away. Fuck the Matrix. But yes, that's what happened. So what would you tell I, the, What would you tell him today if you if you were to if he was listening to this? And you had 30 seconds to say anything you want. Not necessarily like, hey, come back, I love you. But if you could say anything that he could hear Yeah, I mean, you. he's dating somebody new and she... She's a piece of shit, on, I get Based it. on my... No, based on my Instagram stalking, she looks really nice. Like, okay, really like a good I, human. I, 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 that's cool. I really... That's great. What would you say... <laughs> that's good. What would, <laughs> that you is have, nice that you recognize. You, you have 30 seconds to say anything you, in, the, Jason, in the world. You're for welcome. Yeah. Acknowledging that yeah, my sure. stocking. That's called right? a high five? Uh, a correct high five? No, that was you. God. That was your fault right there. This is so embarrassing. <laughs> no, what would you say to him? That was a diversion. What would you say to him? Oh, I would say it was, I was deeply. I would say I'm like beyond the amount of words that I can find in English language to say like how deeply sorry I am for like abusing his trust in me and like hurting him and making him question because I know that when my trust was broken as a human it's made me really question every like future relationship and so for me like the impact that I know that I made is the worst part is because when somebody walks away from a relationship and you know that you love them, you very much can think to yourself, I hope they find a great love and I hope that they're happy and I hope that they're successful. But to know that I negatively impacted his next relationship, to me, is the part that keeps me up at night. Because 
again, I know just sheerly based on Instagram, which is fake, but still, she looks very nice and he looks very, they look very happy together. And I'm very happy for him because I mistreated him. And so as the one that got away, like, I hope if I were to talk to him, I would say, I hope that she loves you without reservations, without inhibitions. Um, And I hope that what I did, that I deeply regret beyond words, does not impact the way that you trust another human being. Mm. Because I know when when someone hurt me that deeply, it impacted my way to trust a human being seven, six, you know, five years later. Yeah. And so I think the reason that the one that got away still exists in my dreams at night is like in this subconscious way to remind me that my experience in this world, like one human deeply hurt me, like at, like you said earlier, on every plane. Mm-hmm. And that does not mean that I need to explore the world in a way that possibly hurts somebody else on even one of those planes. Yeah, I don't think that's... Yeah. I don't, and that's, that's not what I was thought, doing. That's a but I don't think that's happening. But, like, that's not how it works, because you just do it without... <laughs> Why are you pushing it closer to that's me? That's far away. Keep going. But I feel like it, it happened without this awareness that I was, I surely would never have done it if I was conscious that I was hurting somebody else. Of course. It, it happened in this really like selfish in the moment way that I've learned a lot from in the person that got away, which I'm very thankful for. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would not wish that on somebody else, and I do not think your past trauma dictates that you have to do that to somebody else. I think that I just... I, I think I wound up in a really selfish place where I did it. Yeah. And and I can look at that and say, like, I was so selfish, and, I, and here's the thing. You asked me if my friends knew. If I told my friends, I have great friends. I have great great friends but I know that I had great friends and so I hid it from every one of them because if I told any of my great friends they would have been like that's really inappropriate Mm -hmm. and all all of them have come back to me and been like hey we still love you and this was like essentially glitch in the matrix of you as a human because everything about you before this, even during this in terms of their friendship with me, and after this, has screamed that this one moment was a glitch in the matrix. But for me, the glitch in the matrix lives forever. And it's not just because he's the one that got away. Like, it just lives forever in terms of like, what you do in your day to day can cause pain to somebody else, even in the comments you say. Let alone sure. falling into a moment where, like, you become selfish. And so, for instance, <clears throat> I was sharing with Jason that, like, the power went out and I was going through sleepless nights with my niece. 
he was like a lot of people forget the sleepless nights and that phrase kind of stuck with me but like you can even be selfish about your life as an adult when it comes to children you can think to yourself like playing pokemon cards is too much and so i just think the values that i hold myself to is to be the most selfless human that i can be with the boundaries that I do not deplete myself as a human in the process of being selfless. Mm. Um, we both grew up in the church and I've always considered myself like a servant to mm. other people. Like I do that all the time. Like my sister the other day was like, yeah, she comes home and do, uses my washer and dryer. But when she comes home, she does everybody's laundry. When she comes home, she watches my kids. And when she comes home, she cooks for everybody. And so my sister was saying, like, when I come home, I may use her laundry detergent, but I'm a servant for everybody when I come home. Yeah. And in this six to eight months of my life, like, I was not a servant to anybody else but myself. And maybe I needed that to remind myself that the dynamic that I prefer to live in is one that I'm a servant to other people. No, but you got to test. You, gotta, you have to test those boundaries about who you are as a person. Like sometimes you have to put the litmus paper in and yeah. see where you are. It was it's really tough when I look back like on that, it. It's really tough. Like I I, can't imagine I, how hard that is. I can't I can stop like functioning, breathing as a human when I really think about the pain that I inflicted on any other human in the world. Like that was never me. Like I am somebody who wants to do nothing but bring joy. I think the interesting thing, though, and this is what I've come to kind of realize over there. I mean, I think we all feel like we have complete control of our, over our lives. But, like, I mean, it kind of goes back to that whole primitive brain, like, conversation and all that. I, I think we, I think for the most part, we can kind of choose, like, consciously what we do on a daily basis and all that kind of stuff. But I think deep down there are still these primitive urges and needs that or whatever that we have that we follow without consciously even we're still like i mean we're not that far evolved from like when we first started where we can completely be 100 percent in control of our every single day like um we're not that far at all no i mean and, and like that's hard for me to realize it's hard for me to really like understand but like i've seen that with different people in my life i've seen it with myself in my own life like i do shit that would never be characteristic of me you know yeah, but like for real you know you know what i mean like but it's like it dives deep into that whole like primitive like brain that like well, guess, lizard brain you know i guess kind that, of think needs and that brings up the question um i feel like my microphone's really loud can you turn it on a little bit no you're good um <laughs> but it's really loud in my ears the show. thank you, you. Go. oh gosh thank you that's so Wait, much better i appreciate you um oh like i was loud in your ears no i oh, was every, loud in my own ears oh, everybody was loud yeah um i think that goes into what you were saying um at what point does what you do define who you are or does who you are define what you do? And it kind of like, it's this, in a sense, this circle question that like, do I go work out because I'm a gym rat or am I a gym rat because I go work out? And it's, you know, like it's this, this circle question 
of like and mark i i have that question i would say three days out of the week <laughs> when i'm questioning my motivation <laughs> i right. think to myself am i running because i'm a runner i'm a runner or am I a runner because I'm running? Or am I a runner because I'm running? And, and then and then that... Well, it's like that simple <laughs> question right there is actually so fundamentally deep that I don't think... It's very like, it's, it's so fundamentally deep because it goes to the root of um, are you who you are because of what you do or are the things that you do because of who you are? And that goes to back, it circles back around because then it talks about the decisions that you make every day. And I think this is the hardest question to answer is because if you act what you feel like you're out of character, like for a great example would be like, um, you feel like you acted out of character for those six to eight months. You feel like you were acting out of character. But, yeah, I but, mean, but, but, I feel but, like it, like, but paralyzes at, me sometimes. But at, at what point does acting out of character become a part of your character because of the amount of time or the amount of actions that you do? Because, like, if I do something once, you know, am I that thing? No, well, I mean, like, I made a mistake, you know, or, like, I did this one thing, you know, like, I, I ran one time. Am I a runner? Probably not, right? But at what point do I become a runner once I start running? You know, like, if, if, if I am... If I am somebody who uh, deceives somebody ten, 10 times, am I a deceiver? Or is it at what point does it become a part of who I am? I deceive because I'm a deceiver or I'm, de- I'm a deceiver because I'm deceiving people. Like it's, it's kind of this backwards question. Um, at what point of what you do becomes who you are and then who you are dictates what you do. Um, and I guess that's really the root of the question that I'm asking is kind of reflection. It's kind of a reflection of, of what you're talking about, Julie. Um, because like there are times where I do something and I'm like, what the, f- that, that is not who I am. Mm-hmm. But then immediately follows just because this is the way my brain works. I'm like, how many times do I have to do that thing before that's, that's who I am? Is it two times? Whereas I don't think that. Or is it five or ten I don't have that thought process. I. Well, I know you don't have that, but like, what would be your answer? Like, how many times do you have to do something before it becomes a part of who you are? So I think that even one time it becomes a part of who you are. Well, it becomes a part of your past. It becomes a part of your journey and like your story. And so. How many times do you have to do it? And I will say this because like, I think that if you put any of my like close friends my closest friends on this podcast my sister my best male friend jeremy my two closest girlfriends like i don't think any of them would sit here and define me as somebody who cheated none of them they would sit here and say I'm the most selfless human, I'm the best host, I'm the best aunt, I'm the best friend, I'm the best sister. They would say all of those things. So I do not think that those 16 months defined me, but to the people I inflicted that pain on, it does define me. Yeah, so you're both. So I'm both, but I think the way that you're defining the world is based, again, but I wasn't asking that. Back to psychology. I was asking you. You. What so, you define yourself. So the way I that I define you. myself. And I, and I, I mean, I guess. 
I mean, I'm happy to answer. It's fine. I think if you it, go to a store and you steal something, are you a thief? No, you might be somebody in struggle. Sure. Right. I mean, yeah, like so how, how, how many times? Who told you that how you many times have do you? Money? How many times do you steal something before you become a thief? I think is a thief. I stole a, a Brooks and Dunn CD when I was like sixteen. I know, right? Yeah. So are you a thief? But I'm not a thief. But yeah, you, but you no, did I steal. Mean, I think it's, yeah. So at what point does stealing become? I just grabbed the microphone like it was my glass of wine. So that's fun where we're at. I think <laughs> it's a really interesting question. So many like how many times in your life? How many oh, times you know? do you cheat before you're a cheater? I don't think it works that way. I think no. there's so many snapshots in your life. One of the most interesting things I ever like really like really sunk in for me was that like you take all the people in your life, there's probably like a thousand different versions of you out there based on the people that you've met. Like to you, I'm one person to you. I'm another person based on what you know. To me, I'm a completely different person than probably either one of you. I know. You I'm know. fucking amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, think I wouldn't pretty say cool. that, Mark, but. Um, I think you're pretty cool. Are you well, that like, cool? Am I read you wrong? I suck. I, I'm a no, shitty person. Suck. Fucking high fives. Jesus. But like well, my. Uh, again. No, don't do it. Oh, my God. <laughs> To, uh, oh God, so but like to my mom, I'm one person. To my sister, I'm another person. To like whoever, I'm a different person. Like all these, there's probably like ten thousand different versions of me out there. But like I see myself as this like one like solitary like continuum of a character or whatever. But I'm like all these different people out there to different people, and like. You can't look at yourself as like a snapshot in time. Like you're a evolving character that's like been through all these different situations. Well, I think you're, like I you're think all of the above. You're all of the above, but like you know, like I like I like the question though, and the reason I like the question is because it's not like it's it's um, uh, uniformly defined. Like we're not we're not saying you're only a thief. Right. We're not saying you're only a cheater. But that's like a part of what I have been. You right. know, maybe not me now, but like that's part of what it's I have been. It's a part of your been. past. It's a part of who you are. Like you're multifaceted, right? You have a thousand. I think that's important. You have a thousand too. facets to yeah. who you are as a person, and actually being good and going through that has defined who you are as a well, person. Well, it's defined me in a way that it made you stronger. It's made I, you more rigid. No, actually, it's. I'm gonna go back to dating it. Dating because I really think this is a good podcast, and I think we should talk about it. <laughs> so, can we please? Let's do it. Can I tell you ship? one thing? Hold on, though. But I think it's made me different in that. This is all dating. We're just I. About the same thing. Hmm. This part sucks. So I cheated on somebody that. I very, 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 very much loved. And probably could have seen like a very real future with. And, you know, with my therapist, I've worked out a million times that I did a lot of self sabotage there based on the trauma that I've been through. And for sure. Um, you gotta do that at least once. Hmm. I've done it a few times. So, um, at least. But this is like. Again, you asked for the one that got away. So this is the one that... We're still, we're still here. Let's do it. We could have, you know, it could have been different. And um, I don't think... It now that I date... Are you dating, are you, are you dating right now? Are you, are, you, are, you, are you currently on the market? 
What's your status? I don't even know. I, I, tr- I try not to keep up. Why do you <laughs> try not to keep up? Because it's always a, it's a, a beautiful surprise. Mm. And That's I, cute. I, I never know. I never know what's going to happen. That's cute. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Are we all going to share? Because if I'm going to share, sure. we're all going to share. Sure. Absolutely. Like this is shit. Yeah. If I have to be here, the one that shares. I'll share. I'll you know, share. I'm a fully <laughs> open. JW, you share. I'll share. There's not much to share, but okay. <laughs> I so share. I ha- I definitely have gone on a plenty smattering of dates. I think for me, my biggest struggle is that like many either want you to define whether you want to get married, whether you want to have kids. You say men. Men. Oh, hmm. you're only saying that because you date men. I could say women want the same thing. I would say people want that in general. People want. I think especially at this age. Yeah, I mean, as you get older and all that kind of stuff. Continue on with your story. I think that that, um, the people I've gone on on dates with. There you go. Oh, you can stretch that out, Jason. I like this. He's going for round. Is that round three or four? Just a time three. Oh, leave him alone. Let him drink whatever he wants to drink. No, I'm saying it's impressive. There's a couch there. There's a spare bedroom there. We could have the best podcast of our life. Uh, and just for the record, you're not a, you're not an alcoholic. Those people go to meetings. No, and also, <laughs> Jason, Jadep, you can stay here all night. There's a whole smattering pass, of space. Pass. I'll get him a new Uber. I still have work. Dude. You're not getting him an Uber. You're not doing work tonight. We're both I'm, done here. Yeah, smash, I'm, smash, I'm smash, 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 smash. Okay, I will say. The dating, as a woman, my experience has been that I think that men ask me questions that they don't particularly want to ask. I think that they've been accustomed to it. They're like, are you interested in marriage? And do you want kids? And I'm always like, are you asking me this because your last 10 dates required you to ask this? Probably, probably. Because I'm not asking you to particularly ask this. So I no, will that's, say... that's customary at this point. It's pretty... Yeah, it's pretty... So yeah. I will say, like, my dating I mean, what, experience... You're, you're, like, 38, 39, so you're, like, ready for, like... I'll murder you. <laughs> you're, I, what, like, 45? I... <laughs> it's very... Somebody it, guessed my age was 24 the other day. My face is young, and I've had Botox <laughs> once. I've done Botox face once. Face young, body is tight. My forehead moves because um, my Botox is worn off. I got it for my birthday two years ago. Maybe okay. the guys want, like, I don't want to get married. I don't want kids. You That's I mean? fine. Like, I mean, and like, then you say that. Yeah. So I think the problem is, is that, like, when you're dating, you're very afraid to be blunt and honest in what you want. And I think that when you meet somebody who wants you to be blunt and honest, that's, like, no. Yeah, so I'm I'm giving you the woman experience. You, so don't you, say no. Stop. You mm, no, shush. I'm, not, I'm saying I need no to the I'm blunt, honest part. You are a blunt, honest person. I am. People aren't used to that. Cross the board. That's what I'm saying no to. It, it is p- people are used to shimmying around and dancing around the subject. Right. That's what's unheard of. People I want am, to make them themselves look as like. I, I am. Yeah. I am also a very straightforward person, and actually, I catch people off guard. I'll, I'll be like, "I hey, I'm into you," and th- th- I'm very straightforward. And actually, in like in not. And I will a, say, even on this podcast, like Mark has had that conversation with me, like in our friendship, because we have a very flirtatious friendship. Mark has definitely asked me, 
Is this, are we friends or are we more than friends? I'm very, very forward. Very because forward. I do, I do know, well right? with expectations. Yeah. So if I can know, I, but like it's that, be in that in especially in between, between us, like that doesn't exist in the real world. But that's great because like when I'm like, I'm going to go for a run, I'm going to shower your house. What's great for, for us and our dynamic is like we already know the expectation. Sure. Because we've had the blunt conversation. So it's, but I, I'm just saying my dating experience, because this started, my dating experience has been that it's, I, when I am blunt, I expect the person on the receiving end. So they'll ask me a blunt question. How do you feel about marriage? They will ask it to me on a first date. Uh-huh. Great. Let, and then I think to myself, this is great. I met this person, like, and I don't do dating apps. So I'm always like, oh, I met this person organically at the bar. Like, yeah. they're asking me, like, what I see in my future. Like, this is great. What's it like meeting people? Being beautiful and meeting people at bars? Because I didn't, I just, it doesn't That's happen. That's what I wonder, too. Like, okay, just like, when you're a solid six, watching like me, from, like, like you don't meet people at bars. I'm the six you just, too. You just sit at a bar. I just observe other people having fun. Like I'm the guy in the corner eating the basket oh, of popcorn. Oh, stop, Jason. Yeah. I hit on you the first time I met you. I don't even, I need you to calm down over there. And you're, you're like, what does it feel like to be like, like that? Watch his cheeks. Watch his cheeks. Watch him. <laughs> I don't know what it's like uh, to meet organically people in the I, bar. I'm just on sugardaddy.com. <laughs> Username <laughs> booty liquor sixty nine. Booty liquor. Do you like booties? For sure. Oh, I don't like people's booties. So sorry. I, 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 I'm not, <laughs> I'm not asking people to lick my booty. I'm just saying I'm a booty licker. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Okay, it's a so great I'm just saying time. I only meet people organically because I time. hate dating apps. So I'm like meeting you again. Like I've like went into a bar. We joked enough at the bar rail for you to take my phone number and I give you my real one, not my fake one. So that's Oh great. nice. Dear God. Do I have your God real bless. one or your fake one? God, my real one. God bless these guys. And then <laughs> the hoops and that then, they jump through. In right? The first and then six I get minutes. to this it point. Is so fucking tough out you there. You know, just calm down. Both of you. Because you're not in Chicago. You're wow. in Holt. Here's here's me. A girl, just calm down. Are you gonna let me finish? Because you ask me questions, you're gonna let me finish. Hey, you're going to let me finish. Hey, you stop, can't. Stop, 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 <laughs> You want some stop. whiskey? You can't. No. <laughs> penis, penis, vagina, vagina. You can't. I want to lick your booty. On the <laughs> I'm just like, hi. She turns or walks away. Okay. It's like. I'm it's, just saying. You just said penis so many times. <laughs> vagina, booty. What you else was in not, there? You think I'm not going to put this on the podcast? I hope you do. <laughs> Of course I do. I edit nothing. Okay. Wow. So my dating experience has been such that if you make a pass to the point where I'm going to get your phone number and then we chat about things and then you take me on a date and you're like, oh, what do you think about marriage? What do you think about kids? I always ask the question back. Are you asking this because every woman before me has asked you this question? And they're always like, yes. So I say, okay, what would your honest answer be? If I was your male friend sitting here, what would your honest answer be? And I always preface it in saying I have 85% guy friends, 15% girlfriends, so I can take whatever you're going to throw at me. 
Oh, hey oh. Truly. Hot tamale. Here we and go. Booty lookers. They're usually like, I don't know if I want to get married. I don't know if I ever want to have kids, but I lie to people every time. And I'm like, dating in your 30s and 40s is a bunch of bullshit. So I feel like I get men on dates and I get them two drinks in and I'm like, give me your honest self. And the version of them I get, I'm like, thank you. But you should have told me this before we sat down next to each other. Yeah. And why were you shy? And it's because the rest of the world judged you oh, on yeah. your answers. And that's not fair. And I really think the world also... for men is really unfair. I really do. And I don't and I'm I'm coming from a perspective as a woman, which like generally I want to say that your world is harder because like I gotta put on makeup. I gotta curl my hair. I gotta shower. I shave my legs, my badge, my butthole. I gotta do a shave a lot Ooh, of shit. Hot tamale. But I'm saying, <laughs> yeah. I think generally the prep is harder for women, but I think the oh, in sure. moment is actually harder for men. It, it's all hard. But okay. I just am hey like, I'm very. <laughs> I think. Uh, hey, <laughs> but I just think it's shocking. <laughs> So, like, I kind of want to hear both of your perspectives because I've only had my own and I just feel well, like think, it's wild. I think you initially go into it with an expectation that the guy is going to lie. Whereas I go into it and I'm like, no, you're going to lie, but I'm going to call you out and I want yeah. your real answer. Well, because you've been jaded so many times. or You're jaded because you've been lied to so many times. Like, I go into it and I'm like, like, my first questions are... Um, Tell me the last time you were creative. Like I, That's I a Mark, like Mark Short, like I want to throw them. Jada, what's your first question? Shit, I don't know. I don't have a. Let first me see question. your boobs. Let <laughs> me <laughs> see your boobies. Boobs, really? <laughs> are you a boobs guy or are you an ass guy? Uh, uh, hog. What are you? Both. I I don't I don't yeah. Talk about it. Either way. We're on the podcast. You have to say. I like boobs, but I also like ass. I'm, I like, think I'm like, more of an ass guy than a boobs guy. Are you an ass guy? Yeah. I think it, you are. Booty liquor 69, hit me up. Yeah, it just really depends. I don't know. I like. Are you more of like women uh, in general? I'm a personality guy, and so does my real. No, I'm not like that at all. Fuck personality. No. <laughs> 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 uh, she can be a popsicle it just, it depends stick on the in the girl. Brain. Like I don't know. Like, yeah, I don't know. I like fit girls. Yeah, she could be a mental. Know. It's fine. She has them. Yeah. It's fine. Mark's always told me I was pretty even though I have no boobs. You have boobs. You have you have you surprisingly have large boobs for your frame. Yeah. Props. Booty liquor sixty nine, what's up? Nice. That has nothing to do with <laughs> I did grab the wrong sports part today and I texted my sister and I was like, I grabbed one of yours and it doesn't fit me and it's loose everywhere. It's fine. It's all good. Well, it's not. When you're a woman, you're like, I want to Well, I can't imagine you go for a run in that, but you're going home tomorrow. So it's no, fine. it's like literally like gaping. It's not <laughs> Your That works. Yeah. You don't look at that. He can. No, I didn't work. I you didn't, didn't look, look at that. Don't, no, don't, like don't look at the gate. Mark, Mark and I have been friends for a long time. It's been a minute. <laughs> been How many minutes has it been? Many minutes. I'm going to look it up right now. If you when really extrapolated... 2012. Oh. 2012, right? It's been it's been a decade, right? Fuck. Holy shit. Are we still living a 
decade anniversary? 525,600 minutes. minutes times 10. Wait, sing again. I need to hear it because it was good. 5.25 million. 525,600 minutes. I don't know. Yeah, so we've we've been friends for 5.25 million years. I love it. Minutes. 5.25 million minutes. Million? Yeah. 525,600 times 10. Times 10, because we've been, because 525,000 minutes in a year. Jesus. So it times up by 10. It's yeah. a long time. I may need to go to the restroom soon. Yeah? No. You got to hold it. Why don't we wrap it up? It's been two and a half hours. It's been a no, long. No, I want to talk about dating in our 30s. She wants, we, we could continue this later, yeah, too. We, we can do an episode, Tomorrow? too. I, I, will, I will tell you this. Tomorrow. I will, I will tell you this. Um. I laid it all on the line for the one that got away. Okay. Who? So I like I we saw each other a year ago, and we hung out, and honestly, it was it was, it was great. It was incredible. Yeah. And we hung out literally for one night. That was it. And. Dealing the sex was incredible. <laughs> <laughs> I heard that. Yes. Um, <laughs> and. Try it again. Yeah. That it was better. It's good. Oh, nope, that yeah. was bad. That oh, was bad. That was bad. But I laid it all on the line. Everything. I put it all out there. Because I'm like, I'm not I'm not the kind of person that I don't want any regrets. And Do I know this you've never met her. No. And I what makes you think you've never met her. And you, you know, you don't have to whisper. You can just regular talk because people can hear you. Um, I'm not sure. I I, I, I spilled it all out, and she said that was the nicest thing anyone has ever said. And then she moved. So I ride that line between, like, so I've thought about doing that. But then, I don't know. I have, think about I have, being that, like, like I have no okay, I have so doofus my, that's like, I question. love you, and I don't no, want to. You know what I mean? Like, like, yeah. So maybe this keeps it going, and then maybe we refill our drinks. Mark, no. wants, Mark <laughs> wants to end this podcast. I, I have I have work tomorrow, people. No, I have to be up. In, I have to be up no. in Mount Mark, Pleasant. We're enjoying this, man. Mark, I don't know. We're going to continue. I'm sorry, this sucks for it's, you, it's, but sorry, it, it sucks is for you. But we're going to keep drinking. <laughs> I'm going to we'll go to bed. Co- podcasting at his place if we need to. <laughs> Good luck with the equipment. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll figure something out. We got 15 <laughs> minutes left. 10 minutes. Five minutes. Okay, we'll, we'll go for 10 more. 10 All more right, minutes. Cool. No, 10. For sure. There we go. So here's my question. Shit, I lost it. Hold on. No, no, I had it. <laughs> so I'll take you, the first five thinking about it. No, 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 no. <laughs> So you last said, she said it was the greatest thing you ever said. She said it was the nicest thing anyone's ever nicest said. Nicest thing everybody, anybody ever said. Yeah. And what'd you say? You said you didn't think you could do that. Yeah. You could. No, I said I, I had this whole thing planned out. I, you know, I don't know. I've, I don't know. I feel like I've been pretty good at being like, uh, like, getting my emotions out and all that kind of stuff. But like, with this particular girl, yeah, I don't know. Like, I mean, I also kind of like came back into her life while she was like getting engaged to another guy and all that kind of stuff. It was, it was weird, you know? So, like, I don't know. But I also feel like when I'm, like, putting everything out there, as a guy, I feel like I have to 
maintain this like persona or this like machismo or something you know i mean it, it feels really weird like getting into like oh you know this is how i feel about you and all that kind of stuff you know what i mean does that make sense i sent her a it was you know how you can send voice messages on the, the iphone yeah like you can record a voice message i sent her like it was like a three minute voice message it was long I said, really yeah but i was just like hey I need you to know where I am because the more information you have, the better decisions you can make. And I was like, I was like, I know you're probably, I didn't know where she was moving at the time. I was like, I know you're moving soon, but you need to know that you're the person I want to share life with. I said that. And I mean, it doesn't mean like get married, but like, I just wanted to share life experiences. I'm so annoyed. I had such a big question for us. I had such a big question. I've said stuff like that. We're going to keep talking until it comes back. kind of weird. Yeah. I was like, I was like, you're the, I was like, every time I spend time with you, it's, it's incredible. Um, I laugh. I, I, we like, we share deep moments. We share, uh, so much laughter. Go. Um, and I, it's just, it w- it was so raw and authentic on every level. Like that's the, t- that's the type of person she is. It's just like, there's so much raw rawness and authenticity and laughter and fun. And she keeps me on my toes. She's the type of person that's always doing like some fucking crazy shit, like always doing some crazy shit. And, and I'm just like, this is the type of person that I am. And, the, the, and <laughs> <laughs> she's bringing the, the whiskey over. Um, and, and this is the type of person that I want to share my, and, but if I don't put this information out there, so like, right, a go pee, go pee. That's what I thought you were doing. Um, like, but like, this is the type of person that I am. Like, if, if I don't say this, she'll never know. If I right. don't put it all out there, so like if you're like if you're listening to this podcast right now and you're thinking like there is someone out there that is like the one person, put it all out there because if you don't, it's a guaranteed no. But if and if you do, might as well, yeah. It's it it may be yes. And like for me right now, it's a, it's a no. Um, she moved and and honestly, like I think that's that was probably it for us. Um, and it makes me sad because she is like my favorite human on this entire planet, and I feel like. I fucked it up royally. Um, we should have actually dated, but I was from the bar. From, I, I, yeah. I poor, I poorly chose Janae in that time. Like I, I, I actively went against what I, and I knew, I knew that she, like she, she was, she was the one I knew Yeah. that, that she was the one that, that I should have chosen, but yeah. I, I chose the wrong one. And, it's so tough, man. It's so, I waited, I waited yeah. four years. We, like, we flew out to um, California together. I took her out to California, and I like, spilled it all out in Kelly. I was just like, you've always been the one. <laughs> Good God almighty. <laughs> What's going on? Um, but, oh, with, <laughs> but with 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 better information, you can make better decisions. Right. And that's, and, that, and that's the way I thought about it. Like, if she has the best information possible, she can make the best decision possible. So I gave her the most amount of information that I could. I said, You're, you've always been it, and you've always been the person I've wanted to share experiences with, and that's what you need to know. That's and, cool. And I was like, and that won't change. So if you ever want to share life experiences with me, I will change my whole life to make that happen. And that is what I said. Dude, that's awesome. I've always been, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I I used to do that kind of thing, and then, I don't know, I just feel like 
this wall went up, and I'm like, oh, I don't want to be this like. That's called a safety wall, my friend. Right. And I just feel like I'm like. That's this, what I like, had when I was with Juge. Oh yeah. Ooh, that's a fun conversation. Yep. So oh. I did. I did bounce in here. Also, I noticed you had like a bidget thing. Bidet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you say bidet? Or bidget. Bidget. <laughs> bidget. <laughs> bidget. <laughs> That's something like a, else. <laughs> widget? Bidget? Okay. A, b- a bidet. But I need everybody the to hole. know that. Those are amazing. <laughs> so stop. Before did you, you clean your booty hole? Yes, she did. Did you? That's stop. the did face you? of a clean okay, booty hole. <laughs> did you? Yes, you did. Okay. Oh, it's amazing. So I tried it and it scared me. Of course it did. Because it shot water in my booty hole. Oh, and it's then, so clean. But hold on. That's Cleanest booty hole in America. But then, it is. <laughs> However, Bootylicious. then I looked across myself, and his trash still has the Sterilite sticky tag on it. So I just want to say the man the is what? fancy enough for a bidet. But Sterilite yeah. sticky tag of what? Yeah, but not fancy enough to take the sticky off his trash can. What are you talking about? Oh, are you talking about the, the <laughs> sticker? Tag, yeah. <laughs> From yeah. the trash Who can. Who oh, yeah. cares? It's a trash can. He just bought it's that dude, today. I just bought it I was with about him. a year and a half ago. Oh, like, who year and a half ago. fucking cares about a sticker on a trash, trash can? can? J-Dub. I don't know. I'd like to keep that well, I, secret. I think we next podcast at J-Dub's house because I feel like he needs guests. <laughs> I honestly don't give two shits about a sticker on a trash can. Yeah. Okay, I was kidding. The trash can is. I think you. I it think has, there's like it has one job. Behind that, though. It has. What's you're, the job of a trash can? Calm down. J. Dubs, can you? I really feel things about the fact that your hat's all the way down your face. Can Can you tell can me you the job of a trash can? can? Can you do that for me? There. No, I don't know why is there a gap. Why is there a gap? Oh, I like Where? your bald head. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna dip it in oil. Do you say, "Oh yeah"? I feel like you ran. Yeah, that's the way it goes. What? 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 <laughs> Nobody hears. Dip my here. oil in what? Dip your head in oil and rub it. Dip what in oil? Uh, That's a George Costanza. Don't you remember? He's like, I want to dip my head in oil and rub it all over your body. I was in the pool. Unless somebody put their head in oil and rub it all over, like a massage, but with the head. Have you not not watched Seinfeld? No, I hate Seinfeld, but I love sex. And so that really sounded like somebody put a loop on their penis and put it inside me or rubbed it all over my body. Oh. All right. Got very aggressive in that moment. (laughs) (laughs) Even better. I don't know how to transition now. We are right in the thick of it. Um, I get a massage every week with like oils and shit. You do? A real massage? Yeah. And like fucking dig their like elbows in. Are you digging her? No, I pay for it. (laughs) 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 The dating portion too. No, no, I don't. The dating uh, portion too. (laughs) No, I love it. But no, they dig your fucking elbows in there and they like massage your head with oil and shit. And it's amazing. It's a bald head thing. It's beautiful. It's a bald head thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, they rub it up. Cheyenne does not do that with my head. No? No. She doesn't do it with my body either. No? You go to Cheyenne? Cheyenne's amazing. I see her like once every other week. I'm seeing her around. 
next Tuesday or something. I'll have to try it out. Dude, she's the best, man. I do the same thing no, every week. No, but when they get massages, they really massage, like, my lymph nodes. I think that's your what? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's your lymph node. It you have, holds you have, a lot of power. There's lymph nodes all over there, the place. There's, but, you have but hundreds this is sore right lymph. here. Like, I want to say if somebody rubbed right here, I don't think your I'm lymph nodes are so sore. sore. I don't think your lymph nodes are sore. I think that would be between your pec and your, and your lap. But, like, right there, sore. there's bumps. Like, bump, 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 bump. You should bump. probably get that. <laughs> <laughs> That's not normal. <laughs> yeah, you should probably get that checked. Out. I have tiny boobs though, so I just feel like they're mostly muscle. But like, bum 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 bum. Yeah, bum, you bum. should probably get that checked. You know what I mean? Like they're muscle. I I, I do understand <laughs> the muscular structure. She's trying as hard as she the can. muscular structure of the human it's anatomy. Are ears muscle? Yeah. If you felt the same on me, they're muscle. <laughs> Sure. But they go like, don't go to the nipple because that's boob. They're there. Right. That's muscle. And you're he goes, so. He goes, I guess he goes. <laughs> so he tapped, he tapped my armpit. I don't know like, what to do. I, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. I feel really weird about this. I shall not touch her anywhere near her nipple. I shall touch her under her armpit. <laughs> feel. <laughs> <laughs> boop. Can we go about the boop? Oh my gosh. Get out of here. Oh, is that the boop? Okay, because we just be normal humans for the rest of the night now. We, we need to end this podcast. Okay, good night, podcast. Okay. Goodbye. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Thank you. What a way to end. Yeah. Boop, boop everyone. Thanks boop. for listening. Bye, everybody. Boopy boop. boop.